Welcome back to Podcast Recovery, everyone. We're your host, David O. I, I mean, I suppose I'm a host, but I mean, I'm really the producer of the show, David. Um, you wear so many. I, you wear many I hats. For physically, you know, physically right and metaphorically, you you wear many hats. When we're, you know, but yeah. it's okay. It's yeah. Okay. We'll move forward. My, my co-host slash boss slash producer, uh, Eric, is joining us. And today we're joined by a very special guest, my good friend, Eli. How are you doing today, man? Uh, I'm having a great day. Yeah. I've been up for about 30 minutes. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> You're getting your Red Bull in. Yep. Got yep. my Red Bull in. There you go. Fall is beginning. Yeah. Yeah. We have a shitty storm right now, and uh, luckily it's we It's kind of cool out there, though. I mean, you guys had to drive here, so I don't I don't know. That probably sucked. Oh, dude, there was a tree down on South Rolling, and, like, I was at the light, because like, uh, it, it, it was covering both sides of my side of the street, so you had to cross over into shit. oncoming traffic, and it was right over the hill where the light was at Valley Road, right by Yeah, right Cadenzo. where the club is. And, dude... Like they had a red light, and I like I oh, had my hand that. out the window <laughs> trying to slow this guy down because I was like, dude, th- like there, because you couldn't see the tree from where he right. was, and it was this fucking asshole in a Ford Mustang, and I was like, don't speed, and as soon as it turns green, he starts speeding off, and like I'm like, all right, I hear, and I just hear, <laughs> and I was like, oh, you almost died. That dude, that intersection of like Valley and South Rolling is terrifying. Yep, yep, terrifying. It, yep. Oh, sorry. Uh, total digression. Uh, but, but where are you from, Eli? I grew up in Tacoma Park, Maryland. Okay, that tracks. Okay, so Makes so Moco much sense or now. PG. Okay. That's Moco. Okay. Is it? Yeah. Oh, so you're rich, aren't you? Tacoma Park's not rich. Yeah, that's no true. offense. It's, it's I'm becoming sorry. rich. Yeah, it's getting there. It's they're, getting... they're gentrifying. All right, the so shit you're out you're of new. It. You're new money. <laughs> you're new money. <laughs> <laughs> Nouveau riche. Not not really. Nouveau riche <laughs> is what they say in France. Um, when were you first introduced to recovery? So I first went to treatment when I was 18 in 2019. Dope. Um, and they did H and I meetings in this treatment center. Mm -hmm. Um, and what treatment center? Yeah. Which one? It was Ashley. Oh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was a fucking absolute mess. Um, and I remember specifically after the first first H and I um, making a deal with like my the therapist. <laughs> okay, therapist. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, I'll do everything, but I'm not going to the fucking meetings at the end of the day. Okay. And that's what I did. All right. Yeah. And that <laughs> worked out to, great. Did you go to the meetings though? Like, did you sit in the hall and go, like listen to the H and I meetings? Uh, no, I went to one and then I went to sleep. Oh, I would have taken sleep too, man. I don't believe that now. Yeah. And uh, how long have you been clean? Two years now. Two years. Yeah. Fantastic. All right. And with all that out of the way, I'm going to turn it over to you to share your story with us. So take it away, brother. Sure. Um, so like I said, I mean, I went to treatment when I was 18. And I think the first time that I used a drug, was like 15 or 16. So like... It got it, bad quick. Yeah, it only took me two or three years to just... Fuck my entire life uh, into the ground. Nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, a lot of it revolved around, like, the usual social pressures. I mean, I was in high school. Mm-hmm. And I had, like, academic and social pressures that I that I felt. And mm-hmm. uh, being high on, on uh, 
a lot of Adderall or Xanax made that just like way more fun and tolerable. yeah, you're a totally different generation. <laughs> like it's a whole new generation. Because so Eric and I are in our mid 30s and you're 22, right? So like we're the like opiate generation yeah. and like we had Ritalin and then your generation Wait. is very much Adderall. No, this guy is crazy, dude. Like I. You didn't go to farm parties. You lived in fucking Columbia. No, I did not like, go to farm parties. To about this so Do you know what a farm times. party is? I don't know what a farm party is. Eric, explain. Um, so a farm party is not like a field party where you're in like a <laughs> field. P-H-A-R. Yeah. So you like go into your parents like, you know, shit and like, or like your uncle's shit. You find some good <laughs> shit and like you all come together and you're like, okay, I got like some Zolpidin. Like, you know, I got some Adderall, maybe some Concerta. Like here's some Oxy. Like, and then you all just get fucked up together. Yeah, you bring it together. To yeah, like you just share. take a whole. You, you just <laughs> wait. Whoa, 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 whoa! You get a whole bunch of pills and you throw them in a fishbowl, and everybody just. Has Why a good are you time. sharing? This is a farm. <laughs> That's a good point. This is a different time. You're like still kind of like you know you haven't gotten to that point, right? Right. Yeah. Um, there this was is like time. you're still like learning about like cocktails. So good lord, you know, terrible. Don't I'm, do drugs, I'm a people. Terrible I mean, I, but yeah, we're all the medical drug generation. So anyway, you're in high school. You doing Adderall. I mean, yeah, a lot of Adderall. And Xanax. Uh, and less Xanax, but some. Uh, <laughs> and I mean, like, smoking weed every day. Mm-hmm. Dude, when they came out with those dab cartridges, or at least they reached my school, yeah. like, where you could just vape weed. Oh, like yeah. the jewel pod thing, but for, like, weed. Yeah. That's, yeah, see, that's... I got clean before, like, dabs was a thing, yeah. which I'm really glad because it would yeah. have been – but I don't know. Like, I had people at work who were like, oh, yeah. Like, they'd show me, like, YouTube videos of, like, how to do dabs. And I'm like, that is so extra. Like, They're why the f- – It's theoretically healthier. Like, it's over like, the fucking top. You don't need to do all that shit. Like, certain – well, like medically. I know. I was making a foil bowl and I was high before you a even had your bowl. shit fucking <laughs> before you even had your shit lit. I mean I, I like I did my fair share of foil bowling. Oh yeah. But <laughs> like, when that shit came out, it was like um and I was the same way with the nicotine vapes too. It's like now I can do it all the time, so no wait, matter where. Dude, I'm at. what's so what's up with that? So like you're twenty you said you're twenty two, right? Right. So you're jewel generation, man, right? Yeah. Like you are the jewel generation. Yeah, the young which, kids are not smoking analog cigarettes anymore. Yeah, analog man. cigarettes. Yeah, it's <laughs> all like, the digital cigarettes. Like we used to have like I mean, when we were growing up, we had the like the you remember the Cameltons, David? Like the uh what? like the gin and tonic flavored cigarettes and like stuff like Ew, that. No. No? What the fuck is that? No? Camel with a K? You remember those? No. Like all that? You don't remember Camel with a K? No, and it screams racism. What, oh, camel no. with a K? I don't know. Camel <laughs> Reds? Just sounds oh, you're so Oh, weird. Camel Reds. You're okay. so... No, I know, know what you're exactly talking about. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, once you said Camel Reds, I know what you're you talking about. You fool. So great cigarettes. This is actually fantastic because I vaped before I smoked cigarettes. Exactly. That's fucking yeah. weird, dude. Yep. That's so weird. Yep. It, there, it, so wait, you had a vape before you, like, so have you had a, you've had a cigarette, right? Yeah, I actually uh, quit yeah. about a year ago. Great. That's you. awesome, dude. Good for you. How are you doing, David? Fuck you, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> so you're in high school. Keep going. Yeah. Pressures, all that. I'm in high school. Um, I take Adderall one day. And I'm like, I don't know why you wouldn't want to feel like this all the time. And I made it my mission. Um, I was still, you know, young, naive and delusional mm-hmm. um, and completely unaware that the de- disease of addiction was a thing. Yeah. Um, Did you have to go through the D.A.R.E. program? 
No. Okay. Dare was dead okay. By that okay. Point. Dare's dead. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> Dare's dead. Do you know what Dare is? Uh, yeah. I mean, it still exists, right? Like, I guess. I don't. Know. I see oh, Dare people. It? Okay. I don't know. Look it up, Eric. Eric's gonna Google that. Keep going. Um. Oh, so I um I talked to my psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. Um, and I managed to get a like a Vyvanse and an Adderall prescription. Mm-hmm. Um, Together. Yeah, to treat depression. I was like, oh. I literally told her, I was like, hey, uh, so I tried Adderall at school and it made me feel like really good. Could we try it as a treatment for my depression? <laughs> and she was like, yeah, sure. Um, and then like that script never lasted me the entire length no. of the thing. No, um, It got to a point where I was doing like very large amounts of um, like prescription stimulants and not literally like my tolerance was too high for to actually feel fucked up and then you know when that happens and you run out of them mm-hmm. uh, spiral yeah fucks you up pretty bad so um that's when i've you know had my first like um wait i have a question so i know adderall was not my thing ever i don't i don't think i ever did adderall what's what? what, what's like the come down from that fine it's fine or is it like I mean, this this I mean, sucks like, ass no, no, like if you're doing it like once a day it's okay but if you build up it sucks ass it okay. can be pretty bad because it's like, a benzo be right no. no it's a simulant oh it's not a benzo it's an amphetamine yeah oh adderall's just straight into amphetamine yeah yeah oh when we're fucking prescribing this shit <laughs> yeah, what dude. a fucked up country yeah, good yeah. lord hey the housewives need to like you know so it's like, basically requiem just uh, just yeah it's the, oh, good like, Lord. it's, and, it's and the and diet pills change the different you no know, diet pills are totally different and something totally fucked up like way worse like i don't know if it's worse but like some of the diet pill stuff man is like oh yeah that's, that's like a fedrin and shit like that like yeah i mean you're so, and like i don't know you remember like fenibit or so, like or not fenibit like the feeny Barb or oh yeah, uh, my uh, uncle took it in the nineties and like people died on that shit. Yes, oh dude. Okay, so you're you get prescribed. Never take diet pills. Also, don't take diet pills. It, like, I'm pretty sure. Awful, no, I can't call. I can't. I can't say that. Can I take a rest real quick? You ever taken one of those boner pills, like the gas station boner pills? <laughs> uh, no. Uh, I was in rehab one. Neither have oh, I. <laughs> and this guy came up to me and said, "Hey, like." I got this boner pill for this like night with this girl. Like I'm so excited. And then the next day he was rehab. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was like, it was outpatient at this point. Um, And and the next day he reported to me that uh, all he had was a headache and no boner. Yeah. (laughs) Dude. Yeah. Did the rhino penis like the rhino horn? Yeah. Yeah. I I guess he, uh, one time, yeah, dude at a gas station like gave me one. He was like, "Dude, have you ever had like?" Because I was just looking at him, and he was like, "You ever used one of those?" And I was like, "No." And he was like, "You, dude, you gotta try it." He was like, "As soon as you get like you you start like feeling like you have a headache, then you're good to go." And I was like, "What?" Huh? <laughs> so, no, dude. I mean, like, dude, it just makes your heart race, and you have a fucking headache, and you're like, I mean, I kind of want to have sex a little bit more, but like, uh, it's gross. Do I? Yeah, yeah, it's gross. Anyway, so. Well, now that we're on uh, whatever libido Bones. increasing medications, oh god, Ooh, back to Adderall, person? back to Adderall, <laughs> reel it back in, reel it okay. back into, um, yeah, I mean that shit makes you super horny, really. And uh, did you do chem sex? 
Have you, like, if you're an amphetamines person, do what you know the, what that you is? You got all these terms, man. Dude, he is a super nerd when it comes to drugs. Hit me with the term. Uh, yeah, so what is sex is like, uh, it's mainly like a few different types of drugs. I came across it like the other day. Like, I'd never heard of it before. You saw this on Reddit, didn't you? Um, yeah, dude. I follow <laughs> weird shit on Reddit. All I fucking the time. Lo- Dude, I I've been hitting Reddit, Reddit so hard yeah, recently. I love Reddit. I like, love it. Uh, co- like, Hold My Cosmo, I think, is my like new favorite subred. Anyway. What's chemsex? What are you talking so about? So it's like here? certain drugs, right? Certain like party drugs. And like some of them are crazy, like but methamphetamine's one. And then like another one is like um like what was that thing like like ten to twelve years ago, like uh three MCs. You remember that, David? Like, yes. That shit, like that bath salt, like cat like chat stuff, like oh, but God. it's like a big like party drug thing with like upper So it's having sex on Molly. Essentially. Certain things essentially but very specific drugs. That's like, fucking weird. And having like extended, like crazy long sex. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Adderall. It's never come. Yeah. No. You. You. Yeah. It's really, really difficult. No. It's yeah. amazing, but you're so horny the whole time. Oh it's yeah. Just, it's Cocaine like, does the same thing. Yeah. 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 But uh, I didn't really have anyone to have sex with for a lot of the time, so it was just like a solo session. <laughs> rubbing your dick raw. <laughs> Dude, I like how you led prolific. with that, though, right? <laughs> like, you're like, you know, you get really horny, but like, there's, but just there's no chicks there. around. Yeah. I mean, eventually, um, you know, there I found some people that were sick enough that would want to like have sex with me. Um, and there was this, you know, uh, I met this girl obviously through drugs. At mm-hmm. one point, I sold her a fruit snack as a weed gummy. That oh was great. That's amazing. We couldn't get away with. Was, like, <laughs> That's amazing. We would sell like oregano. Yeah, back like, in some, my day, it was selling know, oregano for weed. Uh, now well, it's like that? here, like, sage, you want some Haribos? Sage <laughs> and some Haribo uh, gummy bears. It was Dude, a, thirty oh, milligrams a piece. Welch's um, oh strawberry actually. <laughs> Um, oh, I can taste the weed. We sold her a, an actual 100 milligram gummy with it, though. Oh, okay. So we were like, you need the booster. Uh, we were terrible people. Yes. Um. Anyways, so That's now she's my girlfriend, and she has an Adderall prescription that she doesn't take, which is just like, yeah, this what is a are match you doing? Yeah, yeah. Yep. I had a girlfriend um, like that. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, keep them. <laughs> um. Yeah, so, and she also had um, a benzo habit, Ooh. so, and a bunch of weed, and I had, like, no money or self-worth. Like, like, I mean, I, I hope not. You're my, 10 yeah, years older yeah, than that. Yeah, that would be... My, my girlfriend 10 years ago, like, it was like, you know, yeah. it was like, oh, the benzo, <laughs> the, you know, was like the uh, Ambien, and then, like, her mom had the benzo, her brother had, like, the Adderall. Jesus her, both Christ. Both of her brothers sold weed. It's like, yep. this is great. Yeah. I mean, she, mm-hmm. I think she just had the Adderall prescription and she would get these like weird, like, you know, dark web research chemical benzos called like oh, fuck that, dude. some, it was some, you know how a lot of them end in like Pam or like yeah. lamb you, you or something. Yeah. There are, right? There's hundreds of them. I think yeah, they were, she, she called them altizolams like or something. Um, which they, they have crazy half-lives too. Like they can last like days. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. That's scary, dude. Yeah. Did I mean, you take? Uh, did any, you have any bad reactions? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, he's here. I'm here. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm talking like, I, I, I went down that path with the weird benzos too, and like, I got like weird hives and stuff like that with like, you know, it can give like, you like seizures and shit. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's bad. Yeah. It's fucking with your um, brain chemistry. I mean, really, I'm lucky. Like, they could have just put fentanyl in one of those well, yeah, things, and I bought fake bars. Like, the fact that I 
am not dead is pretty surprising. Oh, yeah. You have the press problem too, man. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's a whole thing. And the one time that I know I did fentanyl because I went to rehab shortly after and they did blood work, it was Molly. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I was like, why am I so tired off the Molly? And like, I went to sleep alone, like in my room. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I totally could have just not woken up. I didn't, I wasn't an opiate user. Like, it could have yeah. just been over so easily. Mm-hmm. So. So you're you're in high school. You are you yeah. finally find girls. Uh, <laughs> I had girls. Okay. It's yeah, the, there were girls. There were girls. They existed. Um, yeah, I mean, at this point, um, at the point where like I have this girlfriend and um, I graduate high school. Um, at one point, I went to this like alternative school and then I went back. Like it was a whole mess. My grades obviously started. What kind of alternative school? Music school. No, it was like a school for people that are fucked no, in the head. Not, not oh, David. okay. I mean, no, well, no, I th- I thought he, because he, he said he graduated. I thought he right. was like, oh, okay. He went to like, I don't know, like a trade school or something. No, no, it was. So uh, during high school, you went to an alternative during, school. Okay. I think it was my junior, late junior year, which means like I tried drugs like not very long ago and I'm already like, mm-hmm. that was the. That's fast, dude. Yeah, it was like a insanely quick progression. It went from like one trying it once like i'm gonna do this every day all the time Mm -hmm. um and like i was really bad at that and it's kind of crazy like anyways i went to this school um it's called newport academy a lot of the people that were there just had mental health problems yeah or stuff which like i think that it was dealing with trauma shitty house yeah exactly Mm -hmm. and i think honestly it it was really beneficial for them to have this like community and to do school. Oh yeah. I think every County has one like that where they're like, "Mm, you know, you you kind of got suspended or uh, whatever from your, your quote unquote normal school. And now, right. Which is really, it's got to, when you think about it, you're like, oh, we're going to take all the bad kids and put them together in the same (laughs) high school. Like, how is that a fucking good idea? Well, this was a private, one. Oh, this is like this so is it was uppity County, in Rock right? in Montgomery County. Right. Okay. I forgot. Yeah. Okay. Um, in Rock. Oh, so it's and, the Newport Academy. Uh, yes, like, the Newport. The pinky up. And I think they probably were helping people, but I am an addict, mm-hmm. and that fuck, I yeah fuck yeah, those people. I was like, I remember drinking my mom's cooking wine and throwing it up in the trash oh can, gosh. like trying to get something in oh. my system before <laughs> I had to run out the door. <laughs> And I was like, Va-, it was gross. Oh. Um, oh, I made my mouth water. Yeah. Of course, the first day I went to Newport Academy, I was on Adderall. And I was like, this is the best thing ever. Yeah, like, this is awesome. Just like everything is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, everything is awesome. Everything's cool when you're part of a team. Hell yes. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that was my first introduction to uh, police car rides. Because mm-hmm. you weren't allowed to leave. What? Wait, uh, what do you mean by it? like they 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 transported you the cops? Well, you if you left, if you walked out of the building during school hours, then they called the police on you, and I got uh, arrested at the metro station uh, because I was a mess. And I don't know honestly what I was trying to achieve was like chaos. Like I didn't have you? anywhere to were you go. Seventeen? Y- yeah, sixteen, seventeen. Wow, Man, that's so fucking aggressive, dude. Yeah. Did you try and run from the cop or anything? No, I mean, my goal was to just make a big scene, Oh, you know, okay. so I just went to the Metro and then got handcuffed, I think. Oh, and that's upsetting, dude. Like I was, a, I was the best arrest ever for every cop because right. I was super cooperative. They were like, yeah. do you have weed on you? I was like, yep, right pocket. 
They were like, yeah. you just really that easy? I was like, listen, if you told me you smelled it in my car, I know I'm already fucked. <laughs> right, you're, right. you're just going to yeah. call the dogs. It's going to be a whole rigmarole. I'm right. going to waste your time. You're going to waste right. my time. Let's get this over with. Yes, I have weed. It's not a lot. I don't have any guns, no bombs, no nothing. There's nobody in my right. trunk. Let's go. Right. And they were like, mm, okay. Yep. But one time I was getting, I was, I got pulled over in PG County and this huge black cop and the dude was diesel, like six, four, just jacked <laughs> and shit. And I have my hands on the hood and like, he's about to like pat me down for everything. And he's just like, don't try anything. And I just busted <laughs> out laughing. I was like, are you fucking serious, dude? I was like, you will kill me. And he was like, dude, I just have to say that shit. I was like, all right, do what you got to do. I was like, we're cool. <laughs> he was like, all right, good. Yeah, there's scripts, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I was always super cooperative with the with the police yeah. too. Like, yeah. um, why make it worse? I know. Like, what the fuck am I gonna do? Yeah. And honestly, usually when I was getting the psychiatric arrest, when I got arrested, like I got what I wanted. Like mm-hmm. I had like caused enough like chaos and pain in the life of like the people who loved me and cared about me, and now I was gonna go away to maybe a psych ward where they give you pills, and that was fine. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah. So. All right. So graduation. You graduate high school. I what do. Then? I do graduate high school, and then and I've gotten into college. Okay. Um. What college? Rochester Institute of Tech. Okay. For engineering. Yeah. Wow, yeah. I mean, I did amazing. I mean, in high you were school, blasting Adderall. I'm sure your grades were amazing. So they were for the first <laughs> year, but then senior year, I basically didn't go to school. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Which is just. Yeah, it, it, yeah. That's a really, I mean, Rick's a really good school, man. That's yeah. like. Yeah, awesome. I mean, um, a couple things. One, I mean, throughout the majority of my school career, like I had a stable living environment mm-hmm. and my parents are college educated and they cared about school and they instilled that in me and like I did good. Yeah. Um, and then also um, <laughs> my mom hired this like college like advisor person to help me like write my essay and do applications mm. and stuff and she like knew all the all yeah, the tricks all yeah. the tricks so um got into school and i said hey i'm gonna take a gap year Ooh, uh always be- a solid decision right yeah. because drugs are here and i don't know where they are there i think like one in ten of those gap years is successful i failed hard yeah yeah, oh, yeah. Well, I went. I try. I well. I mean, I went to HCC, but I, was, I, I, I went straight in, and I was like, "Oh, this is terrible. I don't want to do this." <laughs> and then I was like, "You know, I'll, I'll just take a break yeah. for a little while." Then I'll, I never. Mine was HCC. I like was like cocaine's so much cooler, and I like <laughs> a lot more than this place. And then like I just you know stopped going. Yeah. And then I got arrested. And my parents were like, "You're going back to fucking school." And I'm like, "I guess I am." Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So you're at, you're at RIP? No. Oh, no, you took a gap year. Yeah. Gap year. Um, and I just used drugs in my mom's basement. You know, she had no fucking clue what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point, I briefly, like, worked. I'm doing air quotes right now. Yeah. Uh, for my dad. Uh, he has, like, a construction company. And basically what that meant is I just, like, did little errands and he gave me some money for yeah, it. Yeah, you got money for drugs. Like, did right. You, did, like, what type of construction... Uh, I mean, he's a general contractor. Really, he's a he's an architect as well. Mostly residential stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, rad. Um, rarely like ground up residential buildings. Um, usually, it's like renovations or uh, you know, gotcha. after That's a really fire cool. or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, it's a pretty very specific type of architect. Yeah. After a fire. 
I mean, I think that's just one. He really did did a lot of different. I'm a post arson engineer. <laughs> I don't, yeah. Okay. Welcome, welcome to our conference in 2024 this year. Yeah. What are you talking about? I see all 12 of us have arrived. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> all right, Stan, are you ready? Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. So, and then eventually, like that became too hard. I mean, I was like. I couldn't do anything without drugs. Even when I got drugs, it usually wasn't enough, and I just wanted mm-hmm. to play video games and die. Yeah. What um, video games? Rainbow Six Siege only. What? What the what? <laughs> Very really? specific. Rainbow yeah. Six Siege? Exclusively. Why? I'm curious why. I've never uh, been a Rainbow Six person, so I'm, I'm very curious. I remember the original Rainbow Six. It's a fantastic Six. game. Yeah. Like, and if I remember, it's like strategy kind of with... Yeah, like, it's like strategy like, SWATs. Like, yeah, you're, you're controlling multiple units, right? So, no, no. It's a first-person shooter. However, oh, so that game oh, changed. So it's changed. Yeah. It, I remember it was like a third-person shooter. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think there's there's multiple Rainbow Six games. Oh, no, there's okay, tons okay. of Rainbow Six games. Right, yeah. right. Okay, so Siege. Is... Yeah, first-person shooter, destructible environment. So it's oh, part right. of the environment. Oh, okay. It's part of it. One-shot headshots no matter what. Duh. Low, like, People are quick time to kill. Nice. Um like high recoil um operator so, so just way more like realism to it yeah but it's it's not like super like there's like it's still magic basically yeah. right okay. like <laughs> um but it's uh so much fun and i actually i had to sell my xbox because i i can't do it i get it man okay yeah get it yeah good yeah there's some games you just can't put down yeah so you're in, in, in the basement, Rainbow Six. Playing Rainbow Six Siege, mm-hmm. um, being sad with this girl who I would like see and then I would steal her Adderall and then she wouldn't hear from me for a few days because I had Adderall mm-hmm. and then she would hear from me again when I ran out of Adderall. Nice. Um, and one day uh, I took some, I remember it. I, uh, I didn't have anything. I didn't have any drugs. I hit up everyone in my contact list, and I yep. said, "Whoever re- responds first, like, gets my money." Yeah. Maybe I had like forty bucks or something. Somehow, who the fuck knows? Mm-hmm. I probably stole it. Um, I definitely stole it. <laughs> There's no other way that I would get yeah. money. Yeah. <laughs> um, and this guy replied. I picked up some pressed Xanax pills. Oh, dude. Um, and I took them, and I thought I went to sleep. Turns out I did not went to sleep. Uh, I went to driving around. Oh no! Oh. Um, no. You went to blackout. I went to blackout. So you crashed yeah. your car. I did not crash my car. Thank Ooh. God. So I had a 2016 Subaru WRX. It was fucking good lord. Yeah, dude. Oh, you were zipping. I was zipping. I used zipping to, and zooted. Okay, quick side note because it's important to my story. I feel yes. Like. I used to. It would be late at night. I'm high as fuck on Adderall because I'm like a night night crawler now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> um, and I would do loops around the Beltway. What? In my WRX and like weave what? traffic and go like, you know, that 130 person, miles. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah. I fucking hate you. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. Wait, 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 wait. Which beltway? The like Both the DC beltways? beltway or the Baltimore? The DC beltway. Oh God, you're a savage. Oh God, you <laughs> yeah, are an absolute savage. They're both fucking assholes, dude. Like when I would come back from Philly. Dude, I, like, will, I will take like, Baltimore's. And it's like, oh my God, I'm in Baltimore now. Like, no, it's like, I, will take, I will take Baltimore's beltway they're over Washington's bad, any day. They're both bad. Yeah. Oh, Washington's beltway is the fucking worst. It's yeah. taking me three hours to get to White Marsh before. So what, like 495? Yeah, yeah 495. Oh, I would wait. loop 495. Yeah. Oh, fuck dude, that. Dude, that's terrifying. That's terrifying. That's like, 
like because that's way more curvy than yeah, 695 it's super oh, curvy. Yeah. you know like yeah. especially around bethesda you're like burr, 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 burr. exactly burr. yep um <sighs> it's like yeah it's crazy there wasn't a ton of i mean i, I did it during the day too yeah i was a uh i could have killed so someone an and or driver. myself yeah not anymore <laughs> that's no. good that's um, um did, yeah. did you like ever cause an accident do you think uh i hit a guardrail in the subaru uh, no one was injured and it was body damage. Okay. Um, and well, by like cutting people off or anything. No, never. Ever? Okay. I never good. got in an accident at high speed. Maybe twenty five miles an hour is the fastest like okay, collision good. I've been okay. in. That's great. Okay. So. Yeah. By some sort of miracle. Yep. Um, aggressive driving is so scary. Like. Yeah, and I mean that was my personality. I was like, I'm the guy that has this fast car. And uh, stays up late at night and drives around the Beltway. Did you drag race? No. So you just? I didn't have any friends. By yeah, it was by myself. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty, uh, pretty crazy. That's epic. Yeah, I was no, I wasn't like I wouldn't roll up with like the crew of like yeah. car people. No, was, yeah, you didn't have like glow lights underneath your WRX. Vin Diesel's not me. like rolling by. No, it was just it's all me about alone. family. I would I would look for people to race, but like. A WRX is like were they yeah, looking at you though to race? Like, no, or were you just in your head like I'm gonna race? Them. I mean, some of them were definitely like tuner cars and like they, but they would all destroy me because it yeah. was a basically You're just a stock, stock, WRX. Yeah, stock WRX. And like to a Honda Civic, that's like you know a little yeah. bit faster, but to yeah. like any sort of legitimate performance yeah. car, it's it's not. <laughs> um, God, I love okay, so that's an important part of your story. Yes, uh, <sighs> that's that's interesting. Um, so I drove around blacked out. I know because, uh, my friend, uh, who I met up, I guess I texted him. I said, Hey, you want to smoke weed? Mm -hmm. I guess maybe he had weed and I just, I guess showed up basically, uh, incoherent to yeah. this park. And I was like saying I was going to kill myself and doing all this stuff. And then I like drove away. Um, apparently like, that's all that yeah, I know that happened. Yes. Who knows, uh, what went down that night, but I woke up in my bed. Uh, and I found that information out on my way to go smoke weed again with the same person. He was like, yo, like, are you good? I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just woke up, but yeah, yeah I'm fine. exactly. And he was like, do you not remember last night? Um, and like, I broke down crying. Like I was fucking... Uh, Scary. Yeah, it was yeah. terrifying. And I mean, I, at this point, um, I was 120 pounds. I'm 5'10". Yeah, that's... Yeah. Um, that's light. Yeah. That's light. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and I'm like fucking 18 dude mm -hmm. like just this fucking skate my face is all covered in uh like blood like i would pick at Were my you face a, you're a picker you don't, you yeah. don't have your mid-20s weight though yet you still you still uh you know yeah you some more weight to gain yeah you know? for sure but i'm 165 pounds right now I'm yeah a skinny guy difference oh yeah you pounds. you have some healthy meat on you yeah i've I got, been spotting you i got a lot of meat <laughs> 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 So you're soaking wet, 120, 18. Yeah. Good Lord. Um, and so I say, I call my mom. I'm crying. I say, hey, mom, like I want to like go to treatment or mm -hmm. something. And uh, go to Ashley. Um, they transfer me bed to bed from Ashley to Mark, Maryland Addiction Recovery Center. Mm -hmm. Really? Um, and I thought it was like a punishment because I like gotten this like – almost physical altercation with James Ryan, who was... I the, worked at Mark, you know. Who's James Ryan? Uh, he's the Ashley Emerging Adults Coordinator. 
like admin guy. I don't know. That's if I knew. terrible job title. But yeah, I worked at Mark for almost a year. We'll talk. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk. <laughs> like emerging adults from like, you know, like that's like his job title? That No, no, no. Like so uh like Mark is all ages. It's not just, No, this was at Ashley. Ages. This was at Okay, I'm Ashley, trying to Ashley. understand what the, It's a uh, new it was just a program is, you know? so that they could separate the people that were like, you know, 16 uh, to yeah. 25 yeah. from like and just have a specific yeah, from the like 40 and up, so right. whatever. Okay. Um and so I obviously I was a part of that program and uh I started out fine at Ashley because it was like, oh, it's a it was I was so relieved for something different. At this point, did you think you had a problem? Um, kind of. Kind of. I mean, I didn't really. Um, I was so mentally like. Oh yeah, you've been fucking up. with your brain chemistry for four or five years at this point. Well, I mean, Benzes are like really crazy too. Yeah. Like, if you yeah. read about their effects long term, it's mm-hmm. wild. Yep. I mean, I I just I just wanted like the pain to stop. Really, like I didn't really care about anything else mm-hmm. uh long term it was like i'm hurting right now and i need to stop hurting right now yeah yeah um willing to do anything to feel better exactly um and i went to let's see yeah so it started out fine at ashley and then like i started like punching walls and uh getting angry and sad because uh i couldn't handle my emotions and like the novelty of going to ashley like wore off and i was faced with the reality of like yeah um, you know, the spiritual malady that exists in my life, mm-hmm. you know, without the solution. Um, so I thought that because I was um, so unstable, they sent me to Mark, which honestly might have been true. But yeah. <laughs> they did send, they sent at least one or two people um, to different centers uh, when I was there. Somebody stuck in a wet cigarette and that dude like... A I wet did. cigarette? Oh, wait. Like a, <laughs> like a, like a dipper? <laughs> Ew! And dude, like, he jumped from the second story, um, like, in the detox ward. Real quick, and what's a what's a dipper to you? Because there's just a lot of different... It, like, PCP, man. Okay, so no, 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 no. The, the dipper I smoked is entirely different. It's not a Jeffrey. You know, no, it's not a Jeffrey. He, he's a bloke yeah. down the street. Everybody, everybody Who loves the a Jeffrey. Fuck is Jeffrey? Have you never seen Get Him to the Greek? No. So they roll this joint that's like it's like eight different drugs, and they call, and they call it a Jeffrey because they're like, why do you call it a Jeffrey? Because like nobody's afraid of Jeffrey. He's just a bloke down the street, and you know that's just what he is. He, he, he has some fun some with Jeffrey. And- yeah, some mescaline, all sorts oh, of shit, like. It's a really funny scene. You should yeah. actually watch it's, it. It's like amazing. Like it could, th- that's when P Diddy does. His, Dude, like, it's P amazing. Diddy and, and Jonah Hill. And oh yeah, P Diddy smokes the fucking. Jonah Hill gets raped in that scene. Dude, it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, P Diddy even... smokes the Jeffrey, and there's like this shag <laughs> carpet wall for no reason. And he just like he's just stroking the fuzzy wall, and he's like, "Man, I love this shit. This is what pussy used to be like in the '70s. I miss that shit." And they're like, <laughs> "I'm gonna put the <laughs> shit on everything, motherfucker." Like, yeah, dude, it's an amazing scene. Get him to the Greek is really, really, really. I highly recommend that movie. Yeah, if you have underrated, movie. underrated. Russell Brand, Jonah Hill, Ugh. P. Diddy. Need I say more? Okay, so you're at Ashley. <laughs> oh, wait, no, you're back, wait, real, real quick. Sorry, how long back. did you make it at Ashley? The dipper first? I smoked was dipped in embalming fluid. Totally different. That is um, embalming that fluid is not. No, that is a misnomer. That is not PCP. Um, no, it is not a PCP. But uh, like that's that, those were the dippers that, that like is I the was dare program like fucking 
you know, uh, dude, I was a, yeah. I, I was a crud ball. I was um, a crud ball. I also had a but month it does of, get you fucked up the embalming fluid. Yeah, don't do way. that. It is fucking. No, it is horrendous. I also PCP. had a month of huffing air duster. Ooh, I no. heard about dusting. Bad, people. bad, bad. I've never dusted, but yeah. <gasps> always remember, uh, dude. I went to name? do it for the last time, and I was like, I am a disgusting human. What's being. that yeah, girl? I was like, that is the lowest low that I was like, that's horrible. Who was the one on, um, like the most famous duster person from uh, the A and E show? Uh, I don't fucking know. No, that show like addicted or whatever. Like, how fuck if I know? You, everyone watched that show when we were younger. Uh, I don't know Nicole Richie. No, 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 no. This is like um, I don't know the show about people like fucking up that you would watch when like you were fucking up. Oh, like uh, I don't it's know. Not like quarters, but like we've digressed too much. Back to Eli. Uh, yeah. So you get kicked out, not kicked out, transferred out of Ashley to Mark. Okay. Right. Went to Mark. Thought it was a punishment. Um, still unstable. Um, at this point, like, so Mark definitely gets you involved in 12 step. Mm -hmm. Um, I slept through my first meeting. I didn't want to fucking be there Mm -hmm. actually. So the first night I got to Mark, uh, I like, you know, unpacked my shit and went to sleep and they forgot to get me up to go to the meeting. That's hilarious. Um, so they all leave in the fucking, the druggy buggies. Right. And you're just at the residence. (laughs) Well, I slept through the night. And then I woke up and they're like, oh shit, we forgot to get you for the meeting. I was like, okay, whatever. Uh, I'm going to try to do that again tomorrow night. Yeah. And so I tried to go to sleep and they came and got me up. I was like, fuck, like, yeah. it sucks. Um, and so I just slept in the meeting and I did that a bunch of times for, and you know, I was still a mess. Um, I did a lot of, like I kicked some holes in some walls. Mm-hmm. Um, I never fought anyone. Um, I stole cigarettes multiple occasions. Lots mm-hmm. of cigarette that stealing. That happens in treatment. Yeah. yeah. Um, trying to think of what else. Uh, I don't know. Did I have any trips to this? Oh, I sucked on alcohol prep pads. That Ew. I snorted amazing. a gabapentin. Oh, fuck. Dude, Just one. Awful. Everybody's on Gabby's. Yeah. Okay, so that's weird. So, Gab, like, I... I like took them for nerve damage. Yeah, right. It's always crazy to me when people are like, oh, I took a pen like, for gabapentin. That's, like, that's like, huge like, in, I remember people buy in rehabs. Gabapentin is huge in rehabs. Well, and I remember like the recovery house scene too. Mm-hmm. Like when you know, yeah. we were mm-hmm. first coming. To and people will like not take them for a week and then take a whole week's like, worth. Right. So much. And I, heard, I didn't know that that was a thing, but I heard if you take a whole week's worth, like they'll fuck you up. And I was like, well, yeah. what if I just snort one? Why? Why yeah. did you suck on the alcohol pad? I, I get the snorting of. Because he's out of his fucking mind. Yeah, no, no, no. no. I, I get it though. But like, you know, people like alcohol gets weird, right? Like, let's get, let's get. We've, oh yeah, alcohol, alcohol is is weird. It like, is a very. It, it weird gets one. fucking weird. Like, um, you know, like, and it's funny how we'll think like down on people where it's like, oh yeah, you smoke crack and like do heroin, and it's like well, that motherfucker's like doing like like spice and like you know fucking like <laughs> drinking like spice. listerine right like that motherfucker's like what's going with that right. person um like alcohol gets weird man so that's i haven't heard that one before but that's an interesting because like isn't that more like peroxide type that's not yeah, no, like, isopropyl. it's, it's isopropyl yeah, alcohol it's, it is pure alcohol that's awful like, yeah. that has to taste so bad it does taste bad and it yielded no effect oh it had to hurt too mm-hmm. oh. yeah it sucked Oh man, um, we had someone eat a clonidine, which I thought was pretty funny, like clonidine yeah. pad. Uh, this dude RJ listened oh. to it. so clonidine 
is a blood pressure medication. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and they gave him, he was in detox <laughs> and they gave him a patch for it. He thought it was Kalanapin. <laughs> right. And so he, he ate the patch. <laughs> not not split it open, ate the gel. No. no ate the ate whole the patch. patch. <laughs> and they so they gave him a second one and he ate fucking that one too. Like, it's hilarious. I was like, it's not, it's not fentanyl patch. Too. Yeah. yeah. It's it's our guy oh, RJ. Well, absolutely. So RJ, if you listen That's, to this, I, like lo- I love stories, you so much. Right? I love you so much, RJ. That is a amazing story that's the donkey story right David? oh yeah, that was his donkey story i uh i sucked on my nicotine patch Ooh, that's, that's weird too, dude why would you do so that i was Stop sucking on like, patches what are you <laughs> at one point I was, are you I was in group uh-huh. i had the patch like on my chest and i just pulled it out folded it just like <laughs> stuck it in my lip <laughs> and this yeah. one girl was like what the fuck are you doing like, um, you know how much nicotine is in like a nicotine patch right like, well, yeah like, enough well, <laughs> like that's not and then you're, you're like <laughs> fucking perfect answer oh my yeah God, fucking dude. enough because <laughs> then you're taking it sublingually Oh, yeah, fuck. so it would get me like, yeah, I'd be like, woo, and oh, then yeah. I'd pull it out, I'd like dry it off and just stick it back <laughs> on my body for later. That's amazing. Eli, I love you on so many levels. <laughs> never, I've never heard that. No. Ever. Amazing. Yeah, I mean, uh, this is actually great. Like sometimes I struggle just because I didn't use for very long with like qualifying myself. And then when I tell and then go you, through these when you stories, vocalize shit. Right. Oh yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I need to fucking be here. Mm-hmm. Like Hell yeah. Absolutely. I just suck on alcohol patches and nicotine patches and like, you know, it's kinda like gum. I kinda stick it, you know, where I need it to be, like when I need it. Quick di- excuse me. Quick di- <laughs> quick digression. What's the what's the most crud ball shit you did? Like while you were doing it, you were like, I'm a crud ball. What type of yeah, like any like a drug using activity or specific drug. <sighs> mine was mine was huffing duster. I had a month where I was huffing I never duster. Did duster, dude. So it's, I, it I is did, fucking hurt. Anybody out there? Don't it just first of all, trips. don't do any drugs in any way whatsoever. But inhalants are a whole nother level of goddamn depravity. So the nitrous um, with it ones. Ugh. I did that with like. Oh, like, it's so horrendous for your brain. With like crack and like heroin. Ugh. Um. And that was weird. Like the crack with the like uh, whippets. Oh, but and then you're smoking weed and cigarettes and all that shit. But like those two in particular just felt really harsh and awful. Oh, um, crack always made me feel fucking dirty as fuck. It's fucking yeah. Heroin, I'm kind of like you know Uma Thurman, <laughs> like John Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in crack, Pulp Fiction, dude. Yeah, crack. Yeah. I'm just like, am I in Cops in '88? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oof. So you're in Mark, you're sucking on nicotine patch, you're sucking yeah, on Yeah, I mean, I'm okay. a mess. Yeah. Um, but I did get oh, introduced to the to the 12 Steps in AA. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got a sponsor, and I actually worked up, I made one amends, nice. which is crazy. And yeah. we'll get to that later, because it's definitely an important part of, of my story up until now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I eventually, I AMA'd, so I have a blood disorder so I have to get Ooh, yes. plasma infusions on, um, a, it was a bi-weekly basis at that point. Sometimes it goes to weekly and I'm back to bi-weekly now. Mm-hmm. So, That's awful. What is it called? It's called congenital TTP or thrombotic thrombocytopedic purpura. Oh my God. Yeah. Hit the <laughs> Google. 
Um, <laughs> he explained it to me like within like the first month I knew him because yeah. I asked about your tattoo. But it's the, the the like words you said after TTP. I'm just like, oh my god. So explain the condition. Yeah. So uh, there's an enzyme in your blood. It's called ADAMTS13. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's part of the cleaving factor for von Willebrand's factor. Yes. And von Willebrand's and platelets are what make up clots in your bloodstream. Mm-hmm. But wow. and when that happens, von Willebrand chains together to create these like long chains that the platelets stick to. Yes. But if they are not um, broken down in the bloodstream, they'll chain together and they will cleave your red blood cells. Mm-hmm. And that's a problem. Yes. Because red blood cells are good. Yes. For living. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I was a wee lad, um, <laughs> I don't know, maybe a year, whatever. Um, like I got super sick. Uh, obviously I don't remember, yes. but my parents, you know, a bunch of doctors, a whole bunch of shit. Um, and they, oh my God. uh, ran a battery of tests. Yeah. To you know, was up with you. tests. They thought I had cancer, like leukemia or something. Mm-hmm. And, um, eventually they figured it out and, you know, plasma's got it in it. Technically I could get a whole blood transfusion, but I don't need the red blood cells. Mm-hmm. I really just need the ADAMTS 13, which is a tiny percentage of the plasma. Yeah. Um, but. So basically, your body does not break down blood clots. Uh, in a, in, yeah, in, in a general in, sense. Sure. Where yes. does it kind of affect you most? Because I mean, like, I'm, I'm just looking at it now. Like, is it a specific area of your body, or is it just kind of like yeah, it's balls in general? Um, <laughs> balls turn blue. Well, I, 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 I mean, like you know, like with um, congenital heart failure, right? Like, it can be like your legs as well. Right? Yes. Like it's not yeah. just your heart. Right? No. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like, how does that? That's that's like scary. Um, and infusions every two weeks. That's a, like, is that kind of like a kidney? Um, kind I don't of think dialysis? it's dialysis. Like, like what they do. With no, that? no, it's do? just a, an infusion for me. Uh, yeah. There's no, I don't give any blood and then get it back through any sort of processing. Yeah, your blood is useless. To yeah, <laughs> nobody wants my blood. That's fine. <laughs> Vampires. Get I will blood. keep all of mine. <laughs> your blood. Wants your blood. Um, yeah. It, it doesn't really affect me anywhere specific. Mm-hmm. Um, I I also like don't know what it feels like to not have it. Yeah. So like yeah. I, yeah, I, I really know. have have no sort of uh, like reference point. Yeah. What is it? I guess um, we're digressing too far. Well, I'm I'm just this is fascinating. I know. Like, but is, he has it as this amazing, the most apropos this is tattoo a super ever. Rare disease, like too, right? Like how many people have this? Uh, maybe what like a thousand in the u.s that's crazy or like the it's like crazy rare yeah his his tattoo is brilliant so it's ada um ts 13 and with then, with a fuel gauge and it's on and it's on gauge? and it's on e oh, and that's that's, that's his tattoo it's such a brilliant Dude, tattoo it's one of the most brilliant that. tattoos i've ever seen i'm so i oh, love it so really much good. yeah yeah fair it, yeah i would uh, yeah i've been thinking about it for a while Oh, yeah. I bet. <laughs> yeah. It's genius. Um, back to Mark. Yeah. Back to Mark. Back to uh, yeah, AA. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I'm, uh, you know, I'm at Mark. I get introduced to AA. And, like, honestly, I think I found, like, some, there was something there. Mm-hmm. Right. I found some freedom um, because I kept, like, pseudo relapsing at Mark. I mean, it was a relapse. I didn't get high, but the intention was to. Yeah. Uh, thus, I it was a relapse for me. So, I, mm-hmm. you know, never had six months, even though I'd been in treatment for nine months mm-hmm. or whatever. What, what did you relapse on? You said Dusker? 
Mm. No, 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 no. He he sucked on the alcohol pad or, oh, or yeah, the right. nicotine patch or that. the gab snorting. I didn't the count the nicotine patch. No. Yeah. Sucking. No. Never count that. But, That's nicotine's fair game. Yeah. Right. Sort of. But yeah. I mean, if you're like stealing and destroying your life for a pack of cigarettes, then it's not fair game. Yes. We all did that though. How many how many change do you steal to support your cigarette habit? I know. I don't want to talk about thousands that. of dollars. We're not talking about that. Thousands so anyway. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, and then uh, one day I'm at the hospital, and I mean, obviously I don't have a phone or anything, but hospitals sometimes have public phones in them. Mm -hmm. uh, and I made a call uh, to my friend, and I said, hey, can you call me an Uber to this address at mm. this time? And he was like, yeah, I got you. Um, and then I called my sponsor, and I said, hey, I'm going to AMA for Mark. And he was like, that's a fucking stupid idea. Yeah. Um, and I was like, Okay. Uh, and then I AMA'd, um, and when I got there, uh, my two friends, um, Joe and Nate were there and they were drunk. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was jelly, um, that they were drunk and I wasn't, but I didn't use mm -hmm. that night. I just quick, quick rewind. What was your first drink? My first drink? Yeah. Ever. My first drink would have been. I, I mean, I was probably 16. I had um, a couple of friends uh, and this one girl over. We were going to, like, write music or something. Um, and she convinced us to get – there was peppermint schnapps in my oh. mom's liquor cabinet. Oh, man. I'm sure there were other one. alcoholic beverages oh, yeah. in there. Yeah, but you went for the peppermint. Yeah, but, ooh, but I went for the schnapps. schnapps. Uh, yeah. Which and is so syrupy. That's pretty solid, like first. Yeah. Like uh Yeah. You know, that's not that's not too bad actually. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I really don't think I like the feeling very much. Okay. Which is good. Which is interesting. Good. Um But I was like, yeah, this is like whatever. Mm-hmm. Um Eric, you remember Rumpelman's shots? Oh man, of course. Candy like, cane like, in, the, candy uh, cane in a glass. At the at the uh, games too. Yeah. Like um, oh, yeah, mix it know. with some hot cocoa. Um because I mean time. like when it gets It was cold, like drinking a York peppermint patty. Like, right, right. They, like especially old boomers, man, they always break out like the liqueurs. Dude, They're Ugh. like, oh the thirty five percent. It's like I don't want to drink all this fucking sugar it's and shit, dude. And like gross. oh okay. gross. Yeah. So these guys I are drunk, you they made yeah, you Vanilla were. extract that I stole from Giant kind of guy. Oh, God, you're a savage. <laughs> what were you Here. doing with vanilla extract? The alcohol content? Yeah. Yeah. It's like 5%. No. No, it is not. Which, what's... It's like 40 or 50 or something. Yeah. A anybody listening, don't fucking do that. It's gross. It's super Ew. gross. But I've never had a legal drink. So. Oh. Good. Yeah. Wait, I, that's so awesome. all of your drinks have been like weird side things that like... The yeah, like the jungle store? juices and yeah. Well, yeah. not even that. Like sucking on like alcohol pads. Like, <laughs> I mean, you know, so I've had. Like, it was one time, dude. I well, had a but couple. We just talked about the, the other thing right here, you know? Like, yeah. It's like, but, like, I mean, let's talk about this niche world of like. No, let's know. not. Let's let's, let's <laughs> zip. We're zipping so forward. He, he AMA'd. His friends are drunk. Of CBS drinking, I guess. <laughs> dude. Oh, we're gonna get to CVS That's and getting fucked up. I have more. I have more. No God. Yeah, I was like a really sad person <laughs> and really poor. Well, no, really broke. Yes. Um. So that night as well, um, having been, I, I hit up this uh, girl that I knew from high school that I knew was still in the area, mm -hmm. um, and she was like, "Yeah, I'm smoking weed with like my." 
with these friends and she was like drunk and I met up with her and I was like, I wanted to have sex with her. Um, and that like didn't end up happening and I was kind of upset, but basically like the, I've already, I've AMA'd from treatment to go meet up with drunk people. Mm -hmm. And then that night I like snuck out of my mom's house to go meet up with people that were smoking weed and were drunk Mm -hmm. because I was like really horny at this point. Yeah. You'd been in treatment for nine months. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, like you were horny early in the story. He's a young man. I'm just remembering, (laughs) dude, remember (laughs) ourselves at that age. (laughs) Yeah. They were never necessary, but there wasn't. (laughs) No. Um, yeah, uh, and like I fucking relapsed. <laughs> um, yeah, I got a job at a car dealership. That was funny. Um, I was that has to be all, like, were you a salesperson? Yeah, that sucks. Oh my too. god, that's amazing. Um, I really didn't like do anything. <laughs> I didn't sell shit. Yeah. I actually sold one car. Nice. How much commission did you get? A uh, hundred something bucks. I, sw- I actually so I wasn't. Um, it was a used car. One and two. I wasn't actually a salesman yet. But oh, okay. there was, uh, like, all the salesmen were busy. I was, like, a trainee, and I was, like, I'm just going to send it. And I just, like, walked up to this dude, and I was, like, hey, like, do you want a car? Uh, and he was, like, yeah, I want this, like, specific one, the uh-huh. specific used car. So I didn't even really have to, like, sell it to him. I yeah. just, like, went and got the car. Yeah. Um, but I couldn't do the paperwork yet because I wasn't a salesman. So the other guy did the paperwork and then gave me half the commission. Hmm. Um, but anyways like I was a mess Um, at one point I told him my dog died so I could go cop and then I came back to work (laughs) Uh, that's uh, a terrible story why would you go back to work uh, and I wasn't even paid by the hour so there was literally no point for me to go back there yeah that's how how that works though with like those car dealerships right like you guys are just commission well uh, I would have been but for the first month you're set you make however much a week Mm mm-hmm Huh, that's yeah. crazy. Um, and then you move on to being a salesman. What a fascinating yeah, shit. business model. They're shit. Anyway. Yeah, so, and I'm high on Adderall. I got a hold of my dad's credit card. I ran it up like two grand Oof. Um, on various nonsense, cigarettes, hella energy drinks, um, Adderall. <laughs> What's your favorite energy drink? Um, so now I drink Red Bulls. which Not, not now when you were using like especially when you were doing Adderall, because I oh, know as, you had a booster. As much as possible. I mean, the adrenaline shocks were good. The I really never liked bangs, but they are bangs effective. are too much. They're too much. <laughs> um, three hundred milligrams. That's yeah, absurd. It's, yeah, it's way too much. But that's what I went for. Like the three hundos. Um, oh I liked God. the coffee ones, the Starbucks double shots or triple shots. Yeah. Those are nice. good. Those They're actually super taste tasty. Good too. Yeah, yeah. They are good. I liked Nas when I was younger. Nas was good. I remember when Nas was like, we're getting fucked up. Like me and my friends would go out and get like an energy drink and you know, oh. feel cool. There was an energy drink. A while ago. That's what's, <laughs> dude, there's not age limits on those, are there? There's for some now, actually. Maybe okay. So you can't be like a 12 year old and go buy a um, fucking bang. And CBD, I mean, they, they you did? Yeah. That's too. fucking nuts. Can, I mean, they don't give a fuck, though. It depends on yeah, what you Yeah, yeah. gas station. cigarettes when you were underage, right? No, I stole them. You, didn't, you stole never bought cigarettes? cigarettes like, before From my mom. 18? Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I was, my mom had fucking cartons of Carlton's. No, so I was have, like, oh, I'm smoking Carlton's today. They don't even exist anymore. What? You buy cigarettes at like 7-Eleven at like 16, 17. Oh, yeah. Nope. Yeah. I mean, I would try. Oh, you didn't and then that. once I was 18, they bumped the age and didn't grandfather oh, me. That sucks, yeah. Dude. And then as soon as I actually turned 21, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, 
yeah, so fuck. We're we're even oh yeah, a car dealership, whatever. I relapsed. I went to more treatments. Uh I went to psych wards. I went to mm-hmm. uh what the fuck are they called? Crisis centers. Mm-hmm. Um and I would go and then I would come out, I would get introduced to the real world, and I would get high again. Mm-hmm. What's a crisis center entail? Uh it was like a fucking Kind of like, like a helping up mission sort of, I guess, but even smaller. I mean, I think most of the people there were like mental health patients, but yes. it was basically like you okay. weren't, it wasn't any sort of long-term stay. It was like, you're going to spend the night here so we can figure out somewhere for you to go. Yeah. Like a mental health so, homeless shelter. Yeah. It's just a way, like, a way station. Yeah. Right. Like they have them in Catonsville, right? Like the, um, yeah. Uh, I can't remember the name. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's it, not. <laughs> it's really not. That's cool. um, but I, you know, I did that for, I guess, another couple years, mm-hmm. right? Since I first went to treatment in Ashley, um, and then I, I uh, <clears throat> ended up at this um, recovery house, you know, um, where you just pay rent and it doesn't really matter what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and the condition, I really. Um, those are shitholes. Yeah, but the thing is, the people that owned it also worked at the treatment center and owned the treatment center. And okay. they sent people there. And I don't think the room that I was in was a legal bedroom. I mean, they literally turned every room into a bedroom. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, which is, yep. dude, that's the game, man. Yep. Like, but, I mean, like Richie's house, I think, had 16 people. Oh, like, God, yeah. In like in f- like fucking four, fucking four, yeah, four rooms. Four rooms. rooms. Right. Yeah. And like the traditions house is like unbelievable. And I've been to other houses that are you know, not traditions house level, mm-hmm. but like you gotta, there's, there's like regulations on whether or not you can occupy a room, especially Absolutely. with yeah. two people. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. um, so it was, it was like fucked up, but whatever. I mean, like, uh, I wasn't putting myself in the position to find fantastic housing at this yes. point in my life. So, um, I was there. I got a job. Actually, I got a job doing fire alarm that I found on indeed with no experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got this job and I started working um, and I used again like I had. Um, I still had a Suboxone script written for me. And I, you weren't an OPE user? Never, but uh, I had had Suboxone multiple times. Huh. I was, okay. I was a very good talker. Well, they yeah. Started oh, dude, I, yeah. I know like you. Alcohol yeah. and shit. Too. You could yeah, talk yourself into drugs really quick. Yeah. Um, yeah. Suboxone, they don't prescribe that just for opiates, which is weird. Uh, no, well, yeah, it's, 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 for, for it's for lots of things. I uh, I think the reason I ended up on that is I went to the emergency room and I told them I'd been doing tramadol, which was true, but I'd taken like a couple of them. Yeah. And they gave me 12 milligrams of Suboxone mm-hmm. and I was nodding out in the yeah. you know, emergency room. They didn't do any blood work either or like check anything. I was like, hey, I'm feeling anxious. And they gave me 12 milligrams. That's a lot. Yeah. Um. And so from that point forward, now at least I have Suboxone in my system and I could, mm-hmm. so they wrote me this script. Anyways, I'd stopped taking it. I threw up a bunch. It wasn't great. Yeah. Um, and, but I still had the script. Um, I didn't have a sponsor. I didn't have a program. I was kind of going to meetings, um, but barely. And, you know, I, I fucking, I used again. I smoked weed with my friend and I just like, I just fucking, I, I, it wasn't great. Yeah, <laughs> it just it just sucks. Like I when I took the Suboxone, like I was throwing up because I throw up when I first start and I and when I come off. Yeah. Um, and I was at work. I was on the night shift at this point, and 
anyways, I decided I was going to do something different. I told the house manager, he was like, yeah, like you can stay, just stop doing that. Um, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, this just, this isn't the place. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up going to this place <coughs> called Nick's place. Um, and you know, I fucking, I stayed clean. Mm-hmm. Um, that place was awesome. I've never been anywhere like there. And I went to a lot of different fucking yeah. treatment programs. Um, and I kept my job and I worked and there were a lot of days that I wanted to kill myself. Um, and I struggled through all the feelings that I had used over every single other time mm-hmm. because I was just fed up. Um, and when did you transition to NA? That was when I transitioned. Okay. Um, was when I got to Nick's place. Um, before then, I had been going to some NA meetings and some AA meetings, mm-hmm. um, but I really wasn't involved in any program yeah. since Mark. Like I was pseudo involved, which never worked for me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and I started going to to NA meetings heavily. Um, you were required to go to a bunch of them, and at this was point, was it this area? What area? Uh, it was so that's in PG. They're in Beltsville. Okay. Uh, so mainly there's some Laurel. great meetings in Beltsville. Yeah, yeah. I think Beltsville is like just a general yeah um so some moco meetings a lot of laurel meetings laurel's a good area yeah lots of good stuff some in like savage Mm -hmm. um and columbia Mm -hmm. so and like i just got super involved in na um i got a sponsor scotty p celebrates 30 years tonight actually fantastic which is pretty fire he was my first sponsor uh and then i dropped him and changed sponsors um, I actually um, cut myself while I was at Nick's place. What uh, area is Scotty in? Is he West Side? Is I think he, he is. Here? I think he is West Side, but he would come down. He's he was involved in Nick's place. Okay, so that's and where's how. Nick's place? It's in Beltsville. Beltsville. Yeah. That's um, a weird area. Like I guess because you're like between the Laurel Howard County and the PG Montgomery County, right? Yeah, that whole. I mean, yeah, yeah, Rockville, Bethesda, Silver Spring, Beltsville. That's all a weird area. Fucking weird. It's just a weird area in Maryland. I mean, it was great. Yeah. It's oh yeah, it was a fantastic place to be. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna I'll ask a question about that later. But go ahead. Yeah, I. uh, (laughs) So like, I'd been doing okay, still really unstable uh, emotionally. Mm -hmm. Um, One day, I don't know what pissed me off. Um, Actually. I think I like didn't do the dishes and someone told me to do the dishes. So I cut myself. Mm. Um, I didn't use, but they were like, yeah, bro, like you can't stay here. Um, I'm still on good terms with them, which is actually amazing. They're mm-hmm. like, you can come back, but for like uh, liability reasons, like we, we can't have you here. Where did yeah. you cut yourself? Uh, my wrists. Oh, oh wow. man. That's Ooh. like, no. Okay. So I never, um, like, t- like, did you go like across or like? Yeah, Jesus across. Christ. Always I, I mean, across. I gotta ask, you know, like, are you, are you looking for attention? Are you always, to go the right yeah. Way, you know? I mean, it was always either uh, attention or just like a sense of control. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And to the feel the pain. Thing yep. Makes sense, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm um, a self farmer. I totally get yep. it. Yep. Same. Yeah. Yeah. So this was, and that was the, um, you know, in a history I'd I'd cut before. Um, you know, on multiple occasions, um, always the same, you know, I have little scars from it now. It was Mm -hmm. never really that deep. Um, not that that like, (laughs) yeah, you know, uh, I still like, I had to go actually after I did that, like I fucking, I called, I had a therapist I'd been seeing regularly and telling the truth to 
And like I called her, I told Nick's place, um, ended up, you know, I had to call my mom cause I had to go stay with her. And, um, but I'd like, I didn't fucking use. And honestly, like it, it was one of the more graceful exits that I've had from any sort of yeah. um, program, even given the circumstances. And, um, so I went to my mom's for a couple weeks and I knew that I couldn't stay there. This is the same basement where I used. Um, and so I was like in the market to like move to a recovery house somewhere mm-hmm. and I put effort into it and I took suggestions. <laughs> so that, that's just a funny way to put it. I, you know, I was on the market for, uh, I was in the market for, uh, hmm. somebody was going to get me and well, it, it, I was a free agent at the time. Yes. <laughs> um, and I got, I ended up at traditions house, mm-hmm. um, you know, and that house fucking rocks too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, big NA community. I kept getting involved. Um, still the ups and downs. I get, um, at, when I moved into tr- to Traditions House, when I asked Martin to sponsor me, mm-hmm. and I got really fucking going on the steps mm-hmm. um, and other stuff, you know, other assignments yeah. that he had me do and uh, and service and getting involved. And, uh, you know, it was a slow battle up until, I mean, I really think stuff really, really started to get good after my first year. Mm-hmm. I think maybe, you know, 14 months in, like it really. The, oh, yeah. The, so you didn't uh, have a pink cloud. You struggled that first year. My first year was fucking hell, dude. Oh, I wanted to man. like kill myself that all sucks, the time. Dude. Like so fucking emotionally unmanageable. I I was still stealing, I, oh. but I would feel ashamed of doing these things. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I did go to treatment my first year, so during that so yeah no i'm a bad example (laughs) right um all right so 14 months months. yeah stuff started to get really good and i started to you know um implement things into my life from the program right and i started like eating better i quit Mm -hmm. smoking i got involved in service um i was working the steps i got involved in area service Mm -hmm. i started hanging out with people um exercising not stealing you know showing up and giving my best effort at work and like i got a bunch of raises Mm -hmm. um i started putting effort into my spirituality and like meditation and stuff um and music music's been huge for me um that's my question eric i'm gonna ask that what keep going that's his question, we'll Eric. See. Yeah. You fuck. We'll see what happens about that. Fucking hate you. Um, and you hate me. <laughs> so, um, this is a part that I definitely have to talk about, and it relates to the amends that I made while I was at Mark. Okay. Remember that callback yep, where yep. I said this moment was going to happen? Yep. Yeah, well, now this moment is happening. Fucking A. Um, so, in February... Um, the guy that called me the Uber, uh, my friend Nate, who I met up with, mm-hmm. um, he overdosed and died. Oof. He's like my age. So he was like mm-hmm. 22. Yep. Uh, I was at work when I got mm. the call. Um, and yeah, that fucking sucked. Mm-hmm. Um, and I finished the day out at work, actually, yep. which was like some big boy fucking <laughs> moves yeah. for me to do you know um and i like called some people i called my sponsor i mean i was like i still cry about it yeah um 
the one amends that I have made in my entire recovery process was to him mm. while I was at Mark. Mm. Um, and I got to make it like before he died, which is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, Did he receive it well? Yeah. I mean, it was really like the reason I did it was um, I know I'd harmed him just by like maybe I stole from him a couple times while we were using or something. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was talking with my sponsor. He was like, yeah, we'll start with the easy one. Mm-hmm. You know, we were still friends. And he was like, yeah, dude, like for sure. Like I, <laughs> we're, we're good. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't a, a, any sort of major harm. Um, but I did get to at least do that, I guess. Um, and, you know, there was times like when I was doing that in and out stuff uh, mm-hmm. before I went to Nick's place where, you know, he was in the area, Joe, who was also there at the park and is now clean, was mm-hmm. uh, was there. And we would go to this place called the Del Rey Club for AA meetings in mm-hmm. Bethesda. Yep. Um, and, you know, we would go to other meetings and we were all like semi-involved in, in AA, honestly. Um, but, yeah, that happened. Um, and that was like a major event. Um, my grandmother died in December before that. And I got to go show up for my family, mm-hmm. show up for my mom. Um, you know, and those like were things that I just would not have been able to do. I actually got to go when my grandmother got diagnosed with cancer. I got to take time off work and go up and see her and spend time with her and my grandfather nice. before she died, which... I would not have gotten to do yeah. if I was like still using drugs, which is uh, which is pretty cool. Or even if I w- hadn't been like progressing in my life, mm-hmm. um, you know. And now like um, I still have bad days. I just had a uh, a really really difficult emotional day, but like I feel like I'm a closer to the normal people feelings spectrum where like you have bad days and then like you let them go and like you can have a good day like later yeah instead of like now this month is ruined and Mm -hmm. i'm going to cut myself Mm -hmm. um i still i still do some suicidal ideation stuff um but i think at this point it's more of a self-pity tool than a actual desire to die Mm -hmm. it's like a like a weird Something your brain does. You're also yeah. like yeah. an intelligent person, so you probably can rationalize it as well, right? Like the suicide as an option. Sorry, I didn't get that first part. Like you're an intelligent person. I was oh, giving okay. you a compliment. Okay. No, he heard you. He just didn't need <laughs> to sit <laughs> like, again. Repeat that, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, because I was talking to my therapist about this, and like, it's kind of fucked up, but like, you know, suicide is an option. Right, like it's a viable mm-hmm. option. Like as fucked up as that sounds, right? Like it is. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, like it isn't. Like you know, I don't want to do it because I'm self. Like it's selfish and blah blah blah, and like right. you know, all the things, right? And it like, took me a long time to get there. But like when you're like going through that mental health journey, man. Like when you're starting to kind of get to like this con- place of contentment and like all that stuff. Like suicide makes sense sometimes, and it's hard to get over that when you know, you are thinking about it like rationally. Because if you think about it rationally and logically, you can get there pretty easily. Mm-hmm. But it, 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 I mean, it's about building a quality of life where th- th- that that notion passes. Like, and you, because yeah, you, so you can think about, because the logic swings both ways. 
Right. Uh, so when when you would logically think, and are like, no, you know, I do have these people that love me. I am doing a lot of really good things in my life. I have a, a, a different trajectory now. Then you're like, okay, it, it's not an option. Right. Yeah. I mean, I spent the majority of that first year thinking about suicide and using and not committing suicide or using. Yeah. So yeah. like I, I, at this point, like I can think about stuff and, and not do it. Like yeah. that's viable. I still don't want to think about it. Like, yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but you know, it's a it's a long, long uh, inbuilt pattern. One yeah. Day at a time, man. Dude, I I've, yeah. I'm coming up on 11 years, and still every once in a while that shit sneaks in. Right. Like I have a wife and kids. I have a career. Like I have all the like I most of the things, and like I have a really good life. And every once in a while, it's just like, you know, like what if I just like you know, swerved off this bridge? And it's right. like. Why? What? what? Right. Fuck that thought. Fuck that right. thought. And, like Herb calls them the the bad idea bats because they just fly out of nowhere and they're oh, just yeah. like, oh, oh, yeah. oh, you shoot, yeah. get out of here. No, I, I, like I love the bad idea bats. That I I heard like he is, he told me that year one and I've kept that forever and I've spread that to people. It's just yeah, it's the bad idea bats that they just fly yep. out of yep. they fly out of the darkness out of nowhere and you just you just gotta shoo them away. Like fuck, <laughs> yeah yeah fuck out of here. No, right. no, you're not getting on me. Um. All right. Where? How are you today? Yeah. Um, How's everything today? Like literally today? Or well, you, you know, the, yeah, the, the general, <laughs> general, you know, yeah. the royal yeah. today. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I've got some uh, <coughs> some big changes coming up in my mm. life. Um, I've been working for because you switched from fire to security. I switched to fire to from access fire control to access and cameras yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. um when i was at nick's place okay um because the job i was doing before was paying me poo 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 for very hard work like it was like yeah fire is hard work yeah yeah but it wasn't like the company i'm at now does fire and i do a little bit of that too mm-hmm. but this was just like we had to pipe a whole building and it was me and oh, one yeah. other person just like putting up beam clamps and it was like the working conditions were yeah, and they were paying me like mm-hmm. nothing. Um, so cool. I so switched jobs, mm-hmm. um, and now like I'm doing really good at my job. Um, I got a lot of raises, and I asked for them, and I knew I deserved them. Mm-hmm. And like I work hard, um, but I'm going to quit. Oh, really? <laughs> and I'm going to go to college. Hell um, yeah, dude! Good job, bro. <laughs> so, good fucking job. Dude. Yeah, I'm gonna get an engineering degree. Fucking right. Um, it's gonna be awesome. Mm-hmm. What's specific type of engineering? I'm not sure yet. I don't actually have to declare that. Mm-hmm. Um, that time. Yeah. I already I've got the stuff in the works to switch my residency to Baltimore County mm-hmm. to go to CCBC for the first two years, uh, because it's like omega cheap yes two years at ccbc yep. if you live in baltimore county yep. it's like half of in maryland well, mm-hmm. you can go to any of the state schools if you get the aa yep um, so you're automatically like let in yep yep so umbc will be the next step they have a program i can go off the bat basically on a trajectory oh, yeah. to start as a junior at umbc is a good school man it's a good yeah school. um actually when i got it when I went to RIT or got into RIT, I also got into UMBC, mm-hmm. the engineering program. That was like my second choice. Yeah. Probably would have been a better choice if I was, but I never even made it there. You don't want to go to Rhode Island. It's not in Rhode Island. It's New Rochester. York. Oh. You're thinking of Oh, RISD. Rochester. You're thinking of RISD. Yes, I am. Because like, I am. Yep, 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 yep. Oh, you don't want to go to Rochester either. 
Yeah. Fuck I mean, Rochester. you know, like, but unless you want to, unless you want to be a Mormon, because that's you know that's where Mormonism was founded. Oh, what Joseph Smith? Yeah, Rochester, New York. You didn't know that? Why'd they run away? Because uh, like, it's Rochester, chased. fucking New York. Oh yeah, fair chased enough. Away. Yeah. Why would you not move from Rochester to a Great Salt Lake? That sounds uh, amazing. God yeah. told us. Moving on there, up. Uh, move <laughs> to the west side. Yeah. The west Because Moroni told you to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. All right. Moroni. Well, we got some questions for you. Eric, would you like to go first? Um. No, get your get your question out of the way. Okay. Like, like, um, so we just don't have to worry about it. You know, let's get the let's let's take the trash out first. Right? Okay. Wow. <laughs> Damn. Damn. So much shade. All right. Um. Da, da, da. I know you you didn't you glazed over it real quick. Uh, you are a musician. I know that. Mm-hmm. Um. So how has that changed from addiction to recovery, and how how like yeah? So how has that process shifted? just being fucked up being clean and also like what does it bring to your recovery man dude i love talking about this Mm -hmm. um because i first like really started playing music right before i started using Mm -hmm. um and while i was using i was technically in a band with nate and joe actually Mm -hmm. um and i would play bass for them um what kind of band what are you playing it was like prog rock okay Ah! Uh, there's we have a couple Ugh. songs that we got recorded and if we had if we had stuck together and Nate didn't die and mm-hmm. you know all that stuff uh, we I feel like we could have done good but anyways mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and like you know music had been a little bit a part of my life before then I messed around with recording just on my little like tiny Mac with like yeah. a, a Behringer the Pro Tools or whatever yeah $40 interface no garage yeah, band nah. Pro Tools, okay. is, Pro Tools is way more yeah than that. yeah um it's garage band I got this crappy interface that was the cheapest one possible and um I would mess around with stuff and I got this like micro this like $20 Amazon microphone um and I started using and I mean when I started using like I don't know when people talk <laughs> about the creativity coming through like their drug use and all that stuff like that's just not my story Mm -hmm. like now that i've uh like i've achieved like i i recorded a song Mm -hmm. i recorded all the instruments i Mm -hmm. did the vocals i mixed it i mastered it and i put it out it's like on spotify it's very good and shit it's called the other side Mm -hmm. under the name still going up that's my band name it's just me but um like the macklemore song the other side or like I mean, like it's or the chili peppers, like the, the other peppers side. Song, yeah, the other yeah, side. lots of other sides. There's a, if you look up the other, side, the other side, there's many other sides. Mine is definitely not the top of the list. <laughs> Jackman and Zac Efron have a duet called "The Other Side." I will absolutely what have to listen the fuck to that. Is yeah, that? <laughs> Zac Efron. No, you don't have to listen to that. What? But anyway, so the you music. How matters. how how great is it for like your recovery? I mean, now, <laughs> honestly, it it uh. Like, I just love doing it. Mm-hmm. Like, and the fact that I can actually put in effort and like I get, I am so much more creative and so much more like committed and able to actually get stuff done as far as like creating music when I'm clean mm-hmm. and like in recovery. And like, honestly, um, I don't want to sound like, I like really like, I don't watch TV. I don't mm-hmm. really like do a lot of like 
I don't know, lounge, mindless activities. Like I'm making, I make music. That's like what takes up my freeze time. Like I'm in a meeting, I'm at work, I'm making music or like I'm with friends doing something. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so much fun. I mean, and it, it's a great way to like express myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's challenging. Um, I mean, really like after at the end of like a long day and I just sit down um, and I get to like, I like, I light a candle and I, and I turn all the lights off and I like play guitar and I like do Hell my yeah. guitar practice. Um, cause I'm trying to do like a lot of, you know, practice and, and it's just like my favorite time mm-hmm. of the day. Every oh, day. I'm always it, looking it's a form to. of meditation for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. I miss that. Yeah. It's getting your mind and your spirit right. Hell yeah. All, all right. right. What you got, Eric? Oh, I'm actually going to stick with music. Cause like you're talking about creativity, right? And like, um, how... You know, I, I definitely can see as you're trying to record, being like clean and sober and like in a good mindset is definitely better when you're mm-hmm. trying to like produce something and like mm-hmm. make something. But with writing music, um, mm. there is times where like being happy is not good. Um, yeah, sometimes happy songs suck. Um, yeah, I'll be so honest. Like, you got to write the sad I'm songs. I'm in like a bummer period right now. And I was like telling my therapist this and I was like, man, like, you know, I might be able to actually like write a song for the first time in a while out of this. You know, that'd be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, like, how is that coming along? Because like I've had like some boost, like, but then like there's like dead periods at like a certain point. Like, if there's no sadness. Like, what the fuck am I writing about? Like mm-hmm. fucking rainbows and like right. sunshine. Actually, yeah, the 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 writer uh, Proust or Proust, however you want to pronounce it. Like, yeah, when he was happy, he was like, he, my writing was garbage. Yeah, he was right. like he, he was an actual a writer writer not right, mu- right. musical writer but yeah he was like when you when you're struggling <laughs> it, it, it's way more revealing about your human condition than when it's all rainbows and sunshine sure i mean i i think it's easier for me to write the sad songs on yeah. writing a happy song is fucking hard very so hard, hard very hard the, so i have how do you do it bruno mars how do you do it <laughs> i know are those really happy? Pharrell, how like, are you happy? Like, but listen to the Oh, you're a millionaire. Lyrics, that's right. Like, I don't think it's really happy, right? Yeah. Some of them. Same bed. But I don't know. It feels just a little bit bigger now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not good. That's the wedding song? Okay. Um, Is it? What? No, that's yeah, when I was they, your man. They have so many wedding, like, I just think Bruno Mars, they have like, what, four solid wedding songs, I think. I don't know. Oh, like to play at a wedding. Because there's yes. a song where he talks about marrying... I think treasure, yeah, treasure, and it's like the funniest thing about that song is like in the beginning of it, it's like. But then he also has, I'm I'm gonna fuck you like a gorilla, which is amazing. Wait, what? You've never heard that song, Gorilla by Bruno Mars? Dude, that is a dope song. Gorilla is a dope song. It's it's you and me, you and me, baby. We're gonna fuck like gorillas. It's great. That sounds amazing. It is a great song. I will have to find. And he hits such a high note in it. I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. I wish I had that register. I don't. You talking Bloodhound Gang? What? No, I'm talking about Gorilla Bruno by Mars. fucking Bruno Mars. Like you and me, baby, make like I don't know. Sorry. Maybe I don't know. But, but what, what's your experience with like writing? Like now that you're clean, I mean, you have the mental health stuff, so that's like another element of like a good of, album. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. So uh, the so. Uh, um <clears throat> the other side, which is the one song that I've released, is the product of many many songs being written and recorded and yeah. not being not making the cut and mm-hmm. also i was learning the whole time so like the beatles like like what track 12 and like 
Sergeant Peppers, right? I don't think you're a Beatles guy, are you? No. No. No? No. He's young, dude. Well, I mean, well, I don't know. We had that phase like in high school where you just yeah. kind of go through the 60s and 70s. I'm not listening to the Beatles if I'm zooted on Coke, dude. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, like that is not my music for fucking you uppers. Know, Xanax, though, like the White Album, sounds nope. like a decent nope. time. Always metal, metalcore. Oh, fucking right. God damn it. Or yeah. pop punk. I love pop punk. Okay, so prog, dude, if you need a metal off, singer, like I played in a prog band. Oh yeah, dude. Oh I, yeah, I got screams. Oh yeah. Ooh, dude, I I just did I my first scream and recorded. It's actually not bad. <clears throat> yeah, it's pretty vicious. I've never heard David's uh, music before. Uh, you never will. Well, yeah, you never will. will. It'll be on the next uh, single. That I no, out. I'd love to hear it. You know, I want to hear. I want to hear that scream core or whatever. So when my bands, like we really weren't that heavy. Uh, uh, we actually kind of had like a, a a bit of like a rage rage against the machine vibe. Oh hell oh, yeah! Um, that's oh bad. yeah, that's fucking yeah. Sick. That's like its own thing, man. There's right. Oh, rage, so we we right. we were very much like a punk metal mix. Um, right. Uh, and like some of the bands, I was a drummer. Some uh, I really prefer lead singing, um, and I haven't done it in forever. But uh, God, I would love to. God, and but and I've always kept writing. But um, anyway, all well, right. we're still going up, bro. Hell yeah, we're still fucking going up. Um, dude, I actually have a great band name. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm moving on. Is that is we good? We good on that question? Yes. We're all right. Moving on. Um, bum 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 bum. Um. <laughs> how has uh your addiction manifested in recovery um talking about quitting the cigarettes man mm-hmm. i was a pack a day smoker mm-hmm. um and it was just the same shit for me dude yeah. like i couldn't function without the drugs and i couldn't function without a cigarette mm-hmm. um or nicotine in my system is the first thing i thought about in the morning and like the last thing i did before i went to sleep so mm-hmm. Uh, caffeine for sure there was a point where that's yeah that's early yeah, recovery man. yeah I, I mean it like there were points where I would be like vomiting daily because of the <gasps> caffeine that's and hot. I would get like out the cheap like they Holy there's some shit. weird like five hour energy even thinking about it makes me want to vomit because wait yeah. you guys like your cat like because David and I it was like I mean there was like Nas, but like we had like we Red didn't Bull. have Bang. We, no, we had you like know, Red like, Bull parties at, at Brad's where, dude, uh, they Bang were, is like there were just coolers of Red right, Bull, right. and Bang like I called it just getting weird. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm like, so we get like it'd be a Friday night, and I'd call yeah, Brad and be like, we getting weird tonight. It's like, yeah, man, we're getting weird. So like four different people are bringing over twelve packs of like right. of oh, Red so Bull, gross. and we're we're drinking 40, 50, 60 ounces of fucking Red Bull, right. staying up till four a.m. Two just, packs of cigarettes. Yeah, two packs. Of right. cigarettes just talking about all sorts of weird shit but we like some fun but we were talks. staying clean right sort of <laughs> <laughs> so at the last uh i think it was the o- ocean city convention mm-hmm. um me and uh hardcore chris and will uh, mm-hmm. we would get a bang and we would crack it you drink a little bit and you put a five hour energy and we called it a gang bang that's amazing that somewhere that's amazing um and it was like just it was just a terrible feeling. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just not fun. Yeah. That's like an Irish car bomb, but just call it like a cardiac bomb. Like <laughs> yeah, fuck dude. that. You wanna do some cardiac bombs tonight? Yeah, man. Fuck our hearts up. Right. What about like spending, women, gambling, any of that? Ooh, dude, I love spending. That one still <laughs> uh sticks with me. I've gotten way better. Um 
but I mean, I built like a home studio mm-hmm. um, and that's where most of the money, I mean, that's honestly, um, everything I've bought for the home studio has actually gone to use and been a benefit. But when there was a point where I was buying a lot of shoes and I gave those away because I had too many shoes mm-hmm. and I don't actually care about shoes, yeah. but there's something to spend money yeah. on. My coworker was when I started this new job. So I just like started doing what he did. Mm-hmm. Um, Why? Because I wanted to feel good about myself and yeah, spend money. You, yeah, you wanted the endorphin rush of having a new shiny toy. Well, right. But why yeah. did you do it through like someone else's like thing and not through your own thing? Uh, I didn't know what my own thing was yet. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Wait. How about like amps and I'm sure that's all coming. Amps and, and guitars. I have. And- I have. Yeah. It's been, ha- it's been happening. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, yeah. Like you also I, have a knife fetish, don't you? Uh, there was the knife. Pe- so it was shoes first and then the knife period. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of expensive knives. Yeah. Like, um, what are we talking? Are we talking like butterfly knives? Crazy, like, like ones you see at like um, flea markets? No, not like no. the, not the Jess Webster. No. Okay. Okay. I'm thinking just, that's what I'm talking about. Mostly, no, no, no. I mean, I have folding knives. And Brad still has expensive. that knife, by the way. Yeah, I, I I think of like the ones like you know Greg or Jess would buy. That's like, oh look at this. Cool like the thing. super fantastical has like a dragon handle and like eight different. Oh no, that's usually a cheaper knife. Is yeah. gonna do all that like nonsense. Yeah, no, we're talking just like good material, like you know yeah. titanium. Oh, and, I, like, I've seen your knives. Beautiful milling mm-hmm. and like. Um, I would like a switchblade and like a you know nice hunting knife. Those would be really cool. Uh, that guy. <laughs> What a switchblade! Oh, they're kind of cool, man. No, they are. Knives are very nice. Yeah, but still, just like could have put my money towards seeking a feeling with women. Yeah, Yeah. and I got some feelings. Yeah. Um. So, but really, so when I moved to the tradition house uh, after Nick's place, after I cut Mm -hmm. myself, um, while I was at Nick's place, I had two girlfriends. Nice. They knew about each other. No, at different periods, oh. <laughs> at different times. Um, I didn't know if that was cool with y'all. The, it, uh, yeah, whatever. The uh, and it, you weren't allowed to at Nick's place, so it was just like the sneaky, like stupid rehab relationships. Uh, yeah, one year nonsense. Yeah, I mean, no, it was just like while you're at Nick's place, like you just just don't be having a girlfriend. Just definitely, especially not at ninety days clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, well, I guess you could have a girlfriend, but like you're not allowed to like just go. And like see her and like do stuff, uh, especially early on. That's kind of stupid. Like I I understand that rule and it and it seems like a good rule, but also you can't learn how to be in a good healthy relationship without being in a relationship. Sir, you can you can understand the theory of it, but you don't really understand the dynamics of like really interacting with somebody and caring for their feelings and uh and beyond that living with somebody all all that stuff and what by, if that's by the not person, doing dude. it like what if that's the moment and what? like that's like and you're like no i gotta wait like another like few weeks you know, exactly until it, it, i hit my year what hey that you know whatever your journey is it, it is what it is but like that that's ultimately what led me to being with my wife like i had just gotten out of a shitty relationship and like i was like all right i'm not going to be in a relationship for 18 months it lasted like three and <laughs> right you moved, you moved away the mm-hmm. thing is like yeah and and you could actually gave like false information not on purpose 
but you could phase up to the point where you could go on dates and like you could have a girlfriend okay yeah, like yeah, in yeah. the program mm-hmm. but initially like you are just like you, you know you, you you just fucking came out of rehab yeah like, focusing yeah, on yourself yeah, yeah like, especially um, first 90 days and yeah. you have to like like you 90, probably don't 90, have a car yet mm-hmm. so um yeah. and so the relationships were a lot of like sneaking around which is just so stupid mm-hmm. but then you know left this place with a girlfriend um what girlfriend meant to me at the time was that we would have sex. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. That's, and then she would uh, say, hey, I'd like, I'd like to do other stuff. And I'd be like, hmm. Netflix? <laughs> I don't really like you like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is, like, not cool. Uh, mm-hmm. But I really didn't understand. Um, I still don't, huh. like, really understand how to, like, have a healthy, legitimate relationship. And it wasn't the time for me have you had a long so, wait, relationship with a girl never well, really but, like how how did you how do you think you like learned that from like childhood because that's like what just banging chicks well no that's <laughs> pretty easy dude i just looked it up <laughs> no, the concept of a relationship Porn right? hub. <laughs> like relationships aren't just about like one thing like relationships are about give and take They're oh about, yeah like it's so it's such a complex thing well that's what i just asked um, i asked him know? like hey, how has he had a long-term relationship and he said no so. right and i mean now like i still haven't had one but from what i've learned and from hearing other people talk about it, it is totally different than the idea that <laughs> yes that i had yep it's not, like it's yeah. just it's not Banging. yeah mm-hmm. um i was doing the same thing at fucking young 20s yeah and then i mean since so i I was a boyfriend. I broke up with so her. Was I, though. And I went and just like banged some other chick. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, which was, yeah, whatever. I think um, that was the one we talked about. I think you asked me like some advice about that one, maybe. Uh, do you That's feel totally so good about possible. yourself? Yeah, no, it was. So do you remember the girl that I dated and she had Adderall no. back in my using time? No. She had the Adderall prescription. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, 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 it was it was her. She like oh. popped up again. She was like, "I'm clean now," and I uh, so I broke up with my existing girlfriend at the time. Went and had sex with her, and then I was like, "Hey, actually, I like don't want to talk to you anymore." Mm-hmm. Um, which was okay. I never made it any sort of uh, like I'm gonna have a relationship with you. Or anything. Yeah, I didn't uh, f- make any promises that I didn't keep, and then. Like through this last year, uh, just been chill. Good. Yeah. Good. I had one. Yeah. How do we even get on this? Why am I talking? Manifestations. About this? Yeah. Women. Oh Addiction. yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, yeah. And so at that point, really, those were the two examples. Like, mm-hmm. really, just sex, not really like women <laughs> or like the. Has porn gotten unmanageable? Yeah, how's that? Uh, at times. No. Good. I mean. Good. What does that mean? Like watching it in place, like you know. Oh, like, like a st- how many times have you masturbated in a day? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the first time we've ever asked that question. I mean, what time is it? <laughs> yeah, I'm on three right now. Shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've jerked off three times <laughs> yeah. since we've been here, dude. Yeah, I just got yeah, off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what do you think I was doing in the bathroom? Yeah. yeah Why do you think I wore this massive puff jacket? <laughs> Um, <laughs> sex, sex is such a weird one, though, right? Like, because we're all like, oh yeah, fucking shameful as shit to yeah, talk about porn, but like all of us, especially watch for porn. guys, yeah, it's it's um, something to yeah. And even women now, dude, like the women numbers are going up um, with porn. Sure, 
Yeah, I'm know. feeling it, dude. Right. Apparently, it's almost getting even. Like, oh, same with alcohol. Good. So, like, they're catching up. Yeah. 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 I mean, so actually, I have been back on the dating apps. Ooh, which mm. one? Hinge? Hinge, Tinder, and Bumble are the ones that I use. I never oh. use Bumble or Hinge. I've had I never used more success on them, them than Tinder. Any of them. Well, I Tinder's just kind of like... It, like that, was hookup, right? that was after my time. That was after my time. I did have a uh, a plenty of fish account back in the day. What the fuck is a plenty no, of fish? Because <laughs> plenty of fish in the sea. I know, but like, so it was, uh, it was, was that like the MySpace era? Yes, <laughs> it's like my, it, it is the no, MySpace of Tinder. It is the MySpace Tinder. of like, because you had like OkCupid, right? I had, had, like, oh, I did have OkCupid yeah. as well. Christian Mingle? Which, uh, no. Which, if when you listen to OkCupid, it sounds so lazy. It's just like, OkCupid, give me whatever. <laughs> like, it's such a give up fucking website. Like, OkCupid, what yeah. have you got for me? Yeah, yeah. Right, it's terrible. But all right, what you got, Eric? Oh, okay, so I'm up. Um, all right, so I, I this will be kind of two parts, right? So with questions around recovery. Um, so your AANNA, um, have you worked the steps in each? So I worked that one time up to step nine in AA, mm-hmm. okay. the sponsor, all while in treatment. And then I had a couple more How times. How quickly did you work? Is that like a microwave step? Oh, like pretty quickly. But to be fair, I had a lot of free time. Yeah, yeah no, we do, of course. Um, and you guys work it differently in AA where you're actually like working it out of the basic text. Like I've seen how people do it. Like were you doing the it that book. way? or the Yeah, big book, sorry. Um, were you doing it through the big book or were you doing it through like another method? Yeah, we, so we would read the the big book. There was some writing for the first few steps. Just he had me make a couple lists, I think. Of like ways yeah, my like life was unmanageable or yeah, something, manageable, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and then the fourth step, like it was writing a fourth step, like that. Yeah, that shit that's was pretty much the was same. Extensive. Yeah. Um, my NA fourth step, I think, is more thorough, mm-hmm. partially to do with the fact that I'm like more committed now than I was then. Mm-hmm. Which way did you work it in NA? Step working guide or the booklet? yeah, yep, step working guide. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so like, what is the comparison for you? Like, um, like I don't want to sound like an asshole, but there is a uh, let's just say there's a difference in the demographics of NA and AA, right? And oh, like sure. the classism that oh, like wow. does like seriously, dude. Like I and I, I know it sounds I'm sound like an asshole, but I don't know. You're from Montgomery County, right? Like there's certain times where things are just like. Um, and David's like hating me right now. No, I'm not. Like you're, no, you're no, not. no, 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 no. No, I, yeah. I totally know exactly what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like AA sees themselves as like upper class, I guess, compared to like the NA community. Yeah, and um, NA is very much the gutter dwellers, yeah, and and we're we're the the NA is the blue collar of recovery, and AA is closer like the white that's collar. The white of collar. Re- white I, collar, and you of see recovery. it now with people our age, David. Like where mm-hmm. people who are in their mid thirties, like forty, like they're starting to go to AA. Yeah, they transition. They're like, I don't want this horse shit. It's happening in NA because, like, sometimes let's be honest, it's a fucking dumpster fire. Um, it can be like sometimes. you know people can get in that's fights. Any, that's and any stuff. But yeah, it could happen in AA or anything. I mean, too. I, I'd really um, like this is my personal yeah. experience. Yeah, has been just so completely different, and I hear that a lot of times, uh, like in NA meetings when people are talking about AA, mm-hmm. or in AA meetings when people are talking about NA, and this just like weird, um, and I'm sure that you know that demographic and that divide <coughs> exists mm-hmm. um 
it's an old rivalry right sort of but well, like, alcoholic is weird which is ridiculous having been like through both of them like I, my aa sponsor and me talked about drugs mm-hmm. and yeah. he was a drug addict more than he drank yeah um, david's grand sponsor is a aa mm-hmm. person like, yes. right yeah hoppy yeah oh yeah 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 um and like i never felt unwelcome no in the aa no. meetings and nor it's did cha- i feel it's any changed sort a lot of, yeah right but why did you change though right like like you you proximity started- Really? So it wasn't like language, like it wasn't like the book, like is written, you know. Well, it like, is. Is Beltsville more? Like, are there more AA meetings down it's there? It's mainly NA? that the people that would pick us up and take us to meetings were were NA people. Yeah, because I know, I know it marked. It's a lot of AA meetings, right? Like you probably went to the hatchery quite a bit. I don't remember. Okay, I hated everyone. <laughs> oh, hatchery, right, fuck it. Right? Hmm. Is that the yoga pants meeting? Oh, the snatchery? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you never been there? Dude, it, yeah, is, it is a huge meeting. Like, weird. you're going to go there and there's like a hundred people. You've been to, what's, what the fuck is it called, in Rockville in the government building? Oh. Okay. Um, where they wear suits? Yeah, shit is I've heard of that. Nuts. So yeah. I, I have to ask, since you're in Montgomery County, my wife grew up in Olney, right? In like, uh, Olney fans? Um, not only fans, but that's amazing. <laughs> oh my god, that's oh my god! Fans. I have not thought <laughs> of that. Only fans. Yeah. <laughs> that's that great. Sucks for their high school, probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. We're um, only fans. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> One more but, time. Enunciate that. Yeah. Like so. Okay, but like Montgomery County, the meeting system, like the way it works, is so weird because you're split in the county, right? For NA, like. Half of them are like in like the Gaithers or Germantown, like Damascus, and then the other half are like all the way on the other side of the county. Like, is that how does that work? Because I've looked at your map. Maybe it's changed. Like, you know, it's been like ten years, but I remember it was really fucking weird how like the meetings were spread out. Um, mainly when I was going to Montgomery County meetings, I lived in Gaithersburg. Okay, okay, so, so you were just hitting the Gaithersburg meetings where right. there's probably like a lot of meetings in Gaithersburg, right? Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, bum, bum, bum. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I basically, I just started doing NA because that's where the people in my the network there yeah, were going. Yeah, and up up here in Catonsville, it's dominated by NA. Right. Like, because yeah. we're right outside of Baltimore, and Baltimore is very Side. heavy NA. Right. Like, we're, we're very saturated um, and blessed in this area. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know if you knew this, Um so Baltimore is the heroin capital of, of right. the United States. But did you also know that we are the NA capital of the United oh, States? Fuck we yeah. have we have more NA meetings per hour yeah. in in this vicinity than anywhere in the country. Our book is fuck huge. Yeah. Our book is huge for not a for not a big area, but right. dude, like, but it, it makes sense where where shit, where the addiction is strong, the recovery right. has to be equally as strong, right? Um. So that's really awesome. So anybody who's trying to get clean, come to Baltimore. Like Seattle's like another example. <laughs> wait a second. Wait. Like, <laughs> wait. No, yes, come to Baltimore. Come okay, to Baltimore. sure. We, yeah. have, we have stuff for we you. We love you. Um, bu- bu- bum. Uh, all right. We are going to switch to spirituality slash religion because I know you are a, a good Jewish boy. You Were you, were you bar-, bar mitzvah? I was bar mitzvah. You were bar mitzvah. Oh, yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. So uh, you were raised. <sighs> are, you, are you still a practicing? No. Okay. Um. So you're raised Jewish. Um, ha- how has that? What was your theme first? What do you mean? Your what was your... Oh, theme. 
Yeah. Did you have like a big bar mitzvah? Was it dope? Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, like know. did you bar have a mitzvahs theme? Are so like, I, I, it was actually them, music you know? themed. That's hilarious. Okay. Like, uh, so did you guys have like a dance? You had like the dance people, like you like all went on the floor and it dude, was like, it was, if if I could go back, I would take all the money that was spent on that party and deposit it in an account for me to use right now. <laughs> no, I know, right? <laughs> dude, right. mitzvahs are like weddings, but like. But you know, so dope, thirteen year olds, dude. Christians, like we don't do shit like that. Yeah, right. Like we we do right? not have we do not have like a thirteen. 13 I hear right? quinceañeras are dope though. Well, quinceañeras. Oh, quince. I've never been to a quinceañera, um, but I oh god, it's probably better food a, there. A bot mitzvah, probably. 12, yeah. right, Eli? I, dude, Jewish food's good, fantastic. Latkes are amazing. What latkes? Latkes are amazing. They're amazing. They're delicious. But Manischewitz is trash. Yeah, dude. That is trash that shit is garbage. I've I've gotten drunk off Manischewitz and it is horrible. I mean, it did the job and that was all. Yeah, I but then you just throw up purple and it's horrible. Dude. Ugh. Gross. So anyway, you're 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 raised, you're mitzvahed. Um, that is your projected. They did the the snip. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. your yep. your your brist and all that good yep. shit. I yeah. don't like filming this. Tenth birthday. You have filmed a brist? Yeah. Ugh, that mean? we'll talk about that later. Yeah, um, dude, I've so, like seen like birthing videos for like montages for doing like bat mitzvahs or bar mitzvahs where it's like, like oh my god, <laughs> like you know, it's like why are you sharing this? Like why? This isn't going. Anywhere, you know? so, why did you include it? That is so much right now. I don't. It was before it. I had a kid, dude. Like years before, I was like, ah, that's horrendous. Anyway. So you're raised Jewish. Um, how so? How how is your spirituality and religion like? How is that life transferred in recovery? And like, where are you at now? So after my bar mitzvah, I no longer practiced. Mm-hmm. Um, Can you speak Hebrew? At one point, I could read it. Okay, but I didn't know what I was saying, but I knew what the sounds were. Okay, and I took—I actually like petitioned my because I had to go to Hebrew school. I like petitioned for like a functional Hebrew class. So I was like, "We're learning all this shit, but I can't actually talk to anyone. I can just yeah. like, read this yeah. like book and not know what I'm saying." It, yeah, I, like I'm learning French, and I'm, I've reached to a point where I'm like, unless I'm conversational with people around me, I'm not going to advance any right. further. You just gotta right. move there. Yeah. 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 So I do remember the one phrase I learned was, I'm sure I'm going to butcher this. Okay. Ani gar bakufsa, which was like, I live in a box. (laughs) 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 Ani is like me, like I, and then gar was like live. Mm -hmm. And then bakufsa is in a box. Like, is the cardboard like, you know, strong? Like, you're not worn down yet? I think it's like an Alice Alice in Chains metaphorical box. Mm. (laughs) We'll go with that. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. All right. Keep going. Where like you're oh yeah and then uh you know never really even when i was doing the aa well when i was doing the aa steps the first time um it was you know i wasn't really exploring spirituality mm-hmm. the way i am now but it was my first introduction really to like um the way that he put it was like let's live as if there is a god and see what happens okay uh, and I did that and like, I got some good results. Was it still like Jehovah in your mind's eye? No. I mean, really, I never have associated like that cultish religion stuff with any of the 12 step okay. programs. Good. Like, it's been a whole new good. Um, thing for me. A whole new, like I, it's actually so far away from Judaism in my mind, my experience with Judaism. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was your experience? Like, cause I know like with Judaism, 
even in the Montgomery County area, like I, I did a lot of mitzvahs in like Baltimore and like Montgomery and Northern Virginia. And um, I know like they're starting to like almost assimilate to like the Catholic like um, structure of like scheduling. Well, like um, in a, some of those areas, like when they do their worship times, like how was it more like for like almost relationships and networking purposes, like going to, you know, um, like kind of doing uh, Judaism or whatever you call going to religious places, but uh, going to temple, yeah, temple or whatever, synagogue, uh, synagogue or. Uh, he, he, he is a he is a completely like yeah. he is a, he is a trash uh, goblin of of people, religion people he has nothing said, uh, <laughs> he has nothing they, they worry i would catch flame if i go into a church so i got to turn the basement um but uh that's good. that's good yeah, yeah. that's very good um, <laughs> oh fuck that derailed me <laughs> but like i don't know man um oh, that derailed me fuck like what was your experience with judaism right like because I know, like, my friend's experience with, like, Christianity and Catholicism and, like... Dude, Old Testament like, God weird. is... Dude, that guy is fierce. Well, but some Judaism <laughs> You rain super, sulfur yeah. on your ass. Old, Old Testament is, God is dope. But some Judaism is super chill. Like, you guys are way more fucking chill than, like, yeah. well, Catholics and shit. Yeah. It was a reform synagogue. It was super okay. chill. So you're not okay, Orthodox yes, or anything. You got, like, yeah. super chill. Yeah. No, I ate bacon. Like, on a regular... I love bacon. Bacon's great. Bacon is yeah. amazing. Yeah. And, like... That was a, we never went to services besides you did, some they, holidays they did and for holidays. it was just really it was all for the bar mitzvah. So wait, what's mm-hmm. the Christmas Easter version of Judaism? Hanukkah. Is that Hanukkah? Yeah, is it Hanukkah. just Hanukkah or is it Rosh Hashanah? As well? No, they. I mean, we did our Yom, you know, Yom Kippur just happened. Yom Kippur that. as well. We did our Americanized consumer holiday as Hanukkah. Are both your parents Jewish? My mom converted before I was born. Wait, you don't oh, okay. get Christmas out of just like being a good American? No, we would. Hanukkah was our Christmas. I mean, it was the same. You know, religion is whatever. We're gonna buy a lot of stuff. Yeah, I do think I want to like start pushing Christmas as a capitalistic holiday. You know? It is. You don't it, have to push no. that. Yeah, no. no you, I want to keep religion. It's it religion. Is. Just rip it down. Everyone, just you know, let's get, let's just boost the economy, right? Like, that's the whole point of Christmas. Okay, oh, I see what you're saying. Just, just remove the veil of religion. Yeah, oh, okay, it. right. Yeah. just be like, hey guys, let's let's like, get everybody the, out. We're just of gonna the kick. Right we're now. just gonna kick Jesus all, right. all the way the fuck out. Yeah. Right. Hey, like, no, just Prime go buy Day, shit. Cyber Monday, Black Friday. We're opening the fucking mall at like you know five o'clock on Thanksgiving. Fuck these people. Well, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a stolen pagan holiday anyway. They all are. Yeah, they all are. Well, not the Jewish. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> So you you've you've explored your own thing and you know what what's your what's your concept of a higher power man? Um I mean it's all just seeking. I mean I don't have a you know defined concept. Mm-hmm. Um really at all. So when I worked my my third step, I looked into a bunch of religions. Mm-hmm. Just to do your own work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do my own research, see what was going on there and um what what have you what have you read? Like what which ones have you? Read? I mean, I mostly like I would listen to YouTube videos, okay. which is where I get a lot of my information. Read some books, dude. No. Well, you're you're well, you're an audio. I mean, I'm an audio book yeah, guy, yeah. Um, and so I listen to some audio books. And I mean, I didn't really like get excited about any of the religion things. Basically, what I got was like I got some good audio books for you. We'll talk about that after. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it was what I what I took away from it was like human beings have been like involved in this, you know, spiritual journey, spiritual journey from the dawn of like oh yeah us, and it and it continues, and I think. Uh, in specifically the society that I live in at this point in time, that's been really pushed to the wayside mm-hmm. uh, in the name of said, you know, capitalism and modern medicine mm-hmm. um, and the pill pushing stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, ooh, I don't know if you've read the Untethered Soul. No, um, but I want to. It's really I've good. Heard it's fantastic. It like explores um, like consciousness and. The fact that, um, like, the separation of consciousness from the physical body and, like, the physical mm-hmm. experience and the fact that, like, I'm not really my body or my thoughts. I'm the observer, like, of yeah. those things. Yeah. Um, and I have, you know, this, like, I'm a spiritual being that yeah, you're exists. A, yeah, you're a spiritual being having a human experience. Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. energy for an afterlife. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. Love it. What you got, Eric? Am I up? All yep, right. you are up. Oh, spirituality. Let's see here. So you mentioned stealing a lot, Ooh. Um, but you didn't mention it when like the manifestation thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I wasn't a big stealer, but I know like obviously like, a lot of people are. I get the rush of it. Like I get the whole like, you know, uh, I'm gonna steal this, and then I'd like steal something. I'd be like, I don't even use this. Why did I steal it? Like this is stupid. Um, but like, was I it stole something? Rec- I stole something recently. Really? Yeah, out of anger. Was it like they weren't helping you? Yeah. So I went. I. I. Sorry. And I. I called my sponsor. I talked about. No, it's okay. Talk about it. You know, sure. I'm I'm gonna incriminate myself real quick. So I. I, A couple weeks ago, my my tire was flat, and I broke my fucking lug wrench while trying to change my tire. So I I had I had a, a torque gun. But I didn't have the long, the long uh, uh, hex bolts. Yeah. Um, So I didn't have the long hex bolts to get off the lug nuts. So I went to uh, Advanced Auto and I I bought this. And they only came in packs, not the fucking, just the size I needed. So I had to buy this $50 fucking pack. And I was like, will these fit on a half inch torque gun? And they're like, yeah, they should. Fucking idiot retail guys. And I was like, okay, cool. So I, I... I go out and I brought my torque gun with me. I took out one of the things and I tried to put it on my torque gun. I was like, these motherfuckers. So now right. I had to go buy go buy the converter. The adapter. The yeah. adapter. And I just went in and the only adapters they had were in other packs. <laughs> of fucking, and I was like, these motherfuckers. So I just ripped the package open, stole the adapter, put it in my pocket and fucking left. And I was like, you fucking pricks. And I was just so angry at that point. Because yeah. I'd broken a lug wrench. I'd done a whole bunch of shit. I and, hate that when you're changing a tire and like, you break the wrench. Oh god, it, it was infuriating. Especially if it's one of those fucking wrenches that like it's the specialized bolt. I did that once in Chicago. Dude, it was it was, it was like, first thing in the morning and I was just infuriated and then these fucking idiots at audio auto the auto store just completely douched me and they were trying to get another 20 bucks out of me. I was like, "Not today, fuck faces." And auto douched. Yeah, I got auto douched. And <laughs> so yeah, I stole a $20 adapter for a uh, impact wrench. Sorry, I'm not perfect. Anyway, so Eric, yeah, manifestation stealing. Yeah, man, what's up with that? How yeah. you doing? I mean, that's a great example. Yeah, uh, I really haven't stolen <coughs> anything um, Good. in a little while. Um, 
when I first got to Nick's place, um, I really wanted to buy a guitar and my dad gave me a Home Depot credit card to get the tools for work when I first started. Oh, okay. Um, it had like a $500 credit limit or something just to get like a fucking pair of linemans and like yeah, yeah. a bag to put that shit in and mm-hmm. like a couple wrenches and stuff. And, uh, and so I still had it and I tried to go to Home Depot and buy $400 Visa gift cards with this Home Depot credit card. Oh. And I don't know if you've ever tried to buy Visa gift cards on a credit card, but that's sus as fuck. Visa <laughs> gift cards suck, dude. Like, they're not as bad as American Express. Those are the worst gift cards. But Visa, like, it has to be the exact amount or you can't, like, you know, once you use it. Do you remember running those up in retail? Back in yes. You're fucking annoying. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, you're buying yeah. these. They, they fucking, to try and get cash for the guitar. Yeah. Or, well, not cash. To just yeah. put, yeah. And they, they just called my dad. And then he called me and he's like, what are you doing, bro? And like, I mean, not he, that's not what he said. He doesn't talk like that. But yeah. Cool if he did, though. <laughs> um, and he was like. Um, Elijah, uh, I'm getting these calls about. Um, What's uh, up, bro? Yeah. <laughs> Damn, the trauma. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have dad voice now. So now we know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I like felt like shit. Yeah. I felt, I mean, I'd already stolen like the two grand from previous, like mm-hmm. I'd been a fucking thief. And then here I was, you know, 90 days clean doing the same fucking shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt really, really bad about it. Um, so like the card got, like I shredded it. Um, I think they canceled it anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, since then it was, it was less for a little bit. Like I would go into, uh, for the IT work that I do, we're in like telecom rooms a lot mm-hmm. and they have just like spare parts for shit. And I remember seeing this like capacitor. Uh, okay. I have no need yeah. for a capacitor. No, I would never use it. Nope. I, I really, I had, I like had about. to look up what it was. Yeah. Um, but I was like, I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna take this, um, and then I like I told my coworker I was like, hey, like I should take this capacitor. And he's like, no, bro. Like, what? Are you, what the fuck are you doing? Like, yeah. Why are you even like? Um. And since then, like I've I've put in a lot of effort to like not steal stuff. Good. Like very purposefully pay for all the stuff. Um. Because I I don't want to do that shit again. Yeah. All right. Um. Ba-ba-ba. Your favorite step. How you've worked so far? Three. Yes. Good answer. Absolutely Fantastic answer. Three. Why? Um, so much practical spirituality exists in three. Mm-hmm. Um, and so much, like it's, it was such a turning point for me coming yep. from one. That's my favorite as well. Right. Like one is just like, yeah, like I'm, I'm literally fucked. And then two is like, well, maybe I could not be fucked. And then Mm -hmm. three is like, there's just so much practical application of how to unfuck yourself. Yep. Um, yep. That's actually a great book, by the way. Unfuck yourself. Oh, really? Yeah. There's actually a book called unfuck yourself. That sounds awesome. It is awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. The third step prayer is the best prayer, by the way. We do that. We do that at at my home group. Yeah. 
Yeah, it, I think it's the best. Dude, yeah. my home group. Too. His favorite is ten, which is still it, yeah, it's a it's a, a great oh, fucking step because it's very it's very similar to the third, um, because it, it's just that's just like the remaining conscious. Yeah, I, I think they're hand in hand because yeah. ten, you're, you're like it's the re, it's the active inventory and just constantly being vigilant. So as soon as something comes up, you address it instantly and you you make your amends. Blah 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 blah. Whatever. Yes, that you can. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But no, like yeah, three for me was uh, amazing, and Herb broke it down in such an amazing way. He just like he was like, okay, well, make me a list of all the aspects of what you think your higher powers will is right. like generosity honesty blah blah mm-hmm. blah compassion blah 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 and he was like okay and the way you turn your will over is just do those things right and i was like that's it and he was like yeah because you want to be dishonest and greedy and shitty right. and uncompassionate so the way you live in your quote-unquote higher powers will is you do you live those spiritual principles and i was like okay yeah okay yeah you're just honest you don't right. steal like you do all the all the fucking easy things and like when he that's what i love about herb is well first of all he'll insult you in the sweetest way ever which is great and like he'll totally every half the sentences he ever says to you are like all right don't take offense to this but right and then that's a skill dude being able to confront someone in a way that they herb is so good at information herb is so good at yeah Yeah. to get him back on dude oh yeah no i know herb herb is is spectacular do you do you have any more, or can I ask my last question? I actually I do have two more still actually. Okay, ask ask yours, and then I'm gonna ask my last one. Um, you're not gonna take my that one, so I'll ask the one about your uh, congenital TTP. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, sure. Like, I'm sure he has a web page on it. Yeah, no, on on screen right now. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Right now, I'm like reading about like the you know differences and like how it affects people at different ages and like different organizations um, within the United States and Canada, um, where you can find helpful information about advocation and support groups towards patient organizations. And, What's your fucking uh, question, dude? Yeah. <laughs> Get your fucking question. Sorry, just getting, like, I don't need PSA your wiki fucking. <laughs> um, so like fewer than a thousand people have this disease and something that, you know, I, I talked to David about this a few months ago and we're starting to like kind of revamp our website. Um, and one thing we're including now, like, cause it is something that I know I suffer from, like other people we've had suffer from is like physical, like illnesses and maladies and diseases that like change your life in such a fucking like foundational way, mm-hmm. right? Like- But um, there's a recovery process there to is, it. Yeah, or like a relearning, mm-hmm. right? Like in mine are like, you know, chronic pain and like IBS, like it's totally different than this, like nerve damage, um, like, you know, like, like my wife's are like you know autoimmune like david you have your wife has my like autoimmune, autoimmune. Yep. Mm-hmm. um like a lot of like women have that like you know kim's autoimmune mm-hmm. like, um, yeah fibromyalgia uh so like and like yeah it's just i mean this is like um i think of like people with like lyme disease right like how fucking awful that is like how mm-hmm. is coming to terms with this like because this is different than drugs this is different than like fucking mental health this is and this is like fucking your physical health yeah but it's mind yeah. body and spirit yeah yeah mm-hmm. like how do you remain vigilant in that because i can see that being a very depressing like i get depressed about my stuff right like yeah i mean that's a fantastic question a lot of the feelings i have about it 
manifest as anxiety that I picked up from my parents. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. Um, and, you know, their worries. They're worried about this thing that has to do with me. So what am I – like, that's how I learned to react to mm -hmm. – um, so, I mean, if we're talking about, like, the um, – The good thing is you don't know any other way. This is the way it's always been. Right. It's been – yeah. um, and it was like, yeah, like, you know, I get to leave school early, you know, mm -hmm. one day every two weeks. Like, that's pretty sick. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I but mean – But you're different, right? Like, like, you had to leave school early. Like, you missed out on whatever that maybe thing was um, after school with your friends, like – you had to do this thing um, right which made you like very unique like less than a thousand people like that's just such a small shared experience makes you a special snowflake i'm a special snowflake yeah you're a fucking snowflake dude like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah his gen oh yeah you're snowflake yeah, yeah. <laughs> fragile fucks are we snowflakes i think we're snowflakes too though oh okay. well that's after the podcast we'll talk I about guess that. millennials yeah yeah. This podcast is over. We're slightly – we're like elder <laughs> we're millennials. millennials. Huh? We're middle millennials. Not really, dude, because millennials starts like, what, 82? Um, We're 87 and 88. You guys look great for 87. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I work out. <laughs> <laughs> I eat a lot of kale. <laughs> <laughs> we're David, we're literally in the middle. So 1981 to 1996 <clears throat> is the generational cutoff. Okay. Yeah. So we're still some we're, – we're elder millennials, though, because kids who were born in 96 don't know shit. Gen yeah, X is kind of – like, Fuck those Gen guys. X, <laughs> Gen X is a little weird in some areas. My too. little sister's born in 92. She don't know shit. All right. I'm a moron. No, I'm kidding. I love her. She's amazing. Um, so, yeah, taking care of your body. Like, how important is that, man? Yeah, I mean – so I don't know any other way. Like I, most of the time my body's like, like I haven't had any major differences that I can tell from mm -hmm. other people. Um, you know, like I'm, as long as I get these infusions, like I, my body has seemed to act the same mm -hmm. as if my body was producing, you know, this enzyme. Mm -hmm. um, What's your risk long term? Like, are you going to like, is it going to be like a healthy life or is they it going to be adverse? Know. Well, I don't, I I mean, don't know. Like, yeah, with know. a thousand people. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, their data is probably limited. Ex yeah, it's limited. So when it I says mean, it's a genetic mutation, do they know like, yeah. like um, I am they, man. using yeah. any of like um, shit power? Stem cells? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the worst power. What's your superpower? I don't break down clots. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Cool. So, cool. So, so, like an unbreakable so how is this helpful? Oh, it's not. It basically, if I don't get, like, I'm going to have a stroke and die. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. Oh, cool. <laughs> Call me Stroke Man. <laughs> the Stroke. The Stroke. <laughs> um, oh, my God. What were we talking about? I don't know. That, so, that was congenital TTP and your physical malady and how. Like you've, I guess you've been living with this your whole life, so you don't know any other way. Um, right. But, it know, is like, just uh, thinking of like other things that you know. Um, it's just part of your life. Like that's it's kind of you know you have to do it. Yeah, I mean, and and so the physical symptoms, if there are any, um, really are nothing compared to the the mental of the whole thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, the not knowing like what the fuck that means. Like I'm kind of, uh, 
I'm not cr a crazy hypochondriac, but like uh, a, a lot of uh, physical pain will give me an anxiety attack on top of like uh, mm. the physical like how pain. How did COVID affect you? Yeah, man. Like if you're, he like, actually you just recently had disease, COVID. Like, I did. I just got over COVID. That's fucking terrifying. I mean, yeah, my so once again, like anxiety because COVID affects like your blood too i guess and like all sorts of shit mm -hmm. um but i had covid twice and I, like i was fine um I, you know there is an extra layer of worry i guess on top of like my physical health i've always been uh, extremely like cautious physically mm -hmm. um i've never broken any bones like i'm not um and i think that's kind of part of the the anxiety about my physical so you you are cautious, like you are very cautious. Yeah, I mean, I was. I'm actually. It's funny because I'm I'm kind of growing out of that. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. Um, you know, and and uh, just develop a Superman complex and go from there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. My my uh, final question is, um, therapy in recovery. And how, how important is it? Uh, how is it? How has it changed? Because you went to a therapist in like during addiction too, mm -hmm, correct? Mm -hmm. So how has it changed, and how important is it to your recovery? So going to therapy in active addiction is just was just a joke. Mm -hmm. Just like psychiatric help during active addiction was a yeah. joke. Like you, there's no way if you just lie to your therapist and your psychiatrist, it's and you're always putting help. other shit in your body, like you. Did you the lie information to them? isn't there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, fuck lied yeah. to everybody. Oh. Yeah, huh? I never yeah. lied to my therapist about drug use. What? You, like, drug counselors? Anything? Like, I mean, I, it wasn't just about drug use. Like, I lied about a bunch of shit. Well, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. Just yeah. a liar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a dishonest person. Yeah, yeah. No, I feel that. Or I would just omit shit. Like, right. I just wouldn't talk about it. So, right. like, how important is it? It like keeping track of your mental health and everything for your recovery. Yeah, I mean, now that I'm. Uh, in recovery, like I've, um, I've, and I've been honest with my therapist for like the last two years. Um, I think really a lot of the benefit came after like we really developed a relationship therapeutically. Um, and like I know this person and they mm -hmm. know me. Um, so there's kind of like a, you know, build up period. Yeah. Um, I'd say I, I could, I could do, I, I've, I'm going to keep going to therapy, but I could do without therapy if I still have NA in the 12 steps. Just therapy and not NA in the 12 steps, and I would be fucked. Mm -hmm. It's a good addition. I try not to, obviously, because it's about like my life, like they overlap a little bit, but I do try and keep them like NA is a, is a spiritual program without any professional mm -hmm. anything. And like this is professional help um, pertaining to issues in my life. Um, yeah, and I go, I go regularly, um, and there's been a couple breakthroughs that have been that have been worth it, and really important. Fantastic. Yeah. All right. Do you have any more questions, Eric? I have one final question. Final question. Because you are the Euphoria generation, and I'm fascinated. Is that what um, it's called? I don't know. That's what I'm thinking of you guys as, like, because Euphoria came out. Um, the fuck is Euphoria? What? It's a TV show with Zendaya. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen it. It's about like crazy hot. drug use. She is really hot. Um, <laughs> oh god, she um, is. Yeah. But it's like <laughs> Tom Holland, you lucky bastard. <laughs> but it's like um, kind of just imagine like uh, 
David, kind of like 2005 or 2006 for us, mm -hmm. and kind of that like grody, like city, like kind of like drug use life of like oh, going yeah. to like you know Station North, Mount Vernon. But this is like set now, so instead of doing like cocaine and pills and like drinking, they're doing whatever the fuck the drugs are they're doing now. Yeah. Um. So like something I'm very the risk is so different mm. than okay, when we off. used. Mm -hmm. um, and like there was risk, dude. Like heroin was scary. Coke was scary sometimes. Like, But fentanyl you know, was really not a thing. Um, not until the riots, right? Mm -hmm. In Baltimore. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, of course it like kind of, it stemmed from here. Um, but like you, you guys have this like terrifying, you know, risk. And like most people aren't, going to take the time to you know get regent kits and like do the proper testing on this stuff right no, like, get no. high um and like you guys have the like the pressed pills like i've i've had so many people have known like yeah that was you know where it's like oh they bought like oxy they, they bought perk 30s oh it fentanyl they died or right. cocaine and it's like what the mm -hmm. fuck dude like they just yeah it's um it's like kind of sad like there's a lot of like really there's like stuff that really upsets me from just like a like regulation perspective on that but how do you guys i i mean we've had a lot of people die right and we've talked about death on this show like mm -hmm. where once death doesn't hit the same way it used to um for most people um which is sad but you kind of get a little bit used to it like how is that for you guys like you guys are in like your early 20s like late teens and just any pill you buy is it's Russian roulette. What the fuck is in yeah, it? Yeah, totally Russian roulette. That's like terrifying. Like I knew like there's cocaine and probably some like vitamin C and baby powder. But like I knew yeah. that was in there, right? Yeah, like, they're cutting it. With I'm something. gonna snort this line and then shit my pants. Yeah. <laughs> like there might be laxative. It's a good baby laxative in yeah. that shit. Right. Oh yeah. You know, but like you guys were like, oh shit, like, <laughs> which is so fucked up. Yeah. We're like let's, let's put some baby laxative in this one. Fuck you assholes but yeah at least it, they didn't put full adult laxative in there oh god <laughs> yeah could you at least put some like vitamins in there and like right. can, I get some <laughs> can i get some metamucil in my cocaine <laughs> but yeah is is the heightened danger of the streets like how does that play into like yeah uh i mean when i'm using the mindset of staying away from relapse yeah i mean yeah when i'm using it's just it doesn't matter like i'm mm -hmm. trying to die anyways now i mean i equate relapsing to dying yeah, at this cool. point it has been for like um most of at least this like last two years that i've stayed clean like i if i relapse like i'm gonna die like that's, that's a can, good outlook yeah i mean it's dark can, can but we say, can we um bring up like the one like uh the slip rule though like from like celebrate and like from those fellow because like i like my one worry there man like with um with that mentality because i get it like like you know like what's the saying like um or you know uh whatever you're gonna stay here forever but that fucking you know intensity of like if i'm gonna use i'm just gonna fucking use and i'm gonna you know do the fucking biggest like fucking shot of dope i possibly can and then like people die from that right like it's always like terrifying you know when people they put so all of that like into that one relapse um I don't know. 
it's something I've noticed a lot with like NA, maybe an AA too. But you, you know what I mean, David? Like kind of with that. Yeah, like yeah, I I I see where you're going. Like because there's there's so much shame and stigma on the yeah, relapse shame. that they're like, well, fuck it. If I did one, I might as well do a hundred, or I might as well just do the biggest one that I can. I feel like um, our friend Matt was like that, right? Like he was oh, yeah. I'm just going to do what I did before I like, it, did it. In like other fellowships, they 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 have like downplayed the 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 idea of a relapse or augmented it um cuz they've added in the the idea of a slip. Like if you went out suggesting like you 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 went out and used for one night and then just came right back, they'd be like, "Okay, well, you know, it's a slip." You don't change your clean date or whatever like it's that. A softer landing pad too. Mm-hmm. Right? Like you're not going to beat yourself up. It's it's weird. It's just a. Di- I mean, I. It's an interesting question, right? Like, um, should we get into categorizing relapse and the science, or like you know the ideas behind what happens when you relapse and how that goes on, and how do we talk about that? Mm-hmm. You know, in a recovery setting. Oh, I mean, yeah. personally, like, like I'm not trying to fucking relapse at all yes and i don't want to get into like i feel like putting effort into like yeah well if i relapse then i should do it this way is just like why exactly it's it's a it's a a very slippery slope this way it's it's the thought process around what happens when someone does relapse it's not just your relapse it's anyone's relapse yeah because like this is the same stuff that gets people killed um and it's the same stuff with like uh what do you call it like suboxone shit um because they're like they just put so much expectation on that last high um and they're like if i'm gonna use i'm just gonna use as hard as i can um and just a lot of people go out that way it Mm -hmm. sucks i mean either way i don't think we're gonna save anybody's life by like quantifying quantifying a relapse relapse. yeah like, like really the the most help that i think i can do is like try and just you know well not quantifying it just like allowing people to make mistakes and like you know just yeah. a softer pad for people sometimes when they need it like some people do need like you know take the cotton like out of your ears and put it in your mouth like sort of shit but like some people need the softer approach yeah i mean i i i i I think the shame and stigma of a relapse needs to go away because it's it's what we do Right. Like, you know, like it's why we're here being like when people are like super shocked about somebody relapsing. I'm like, that's what we do. Right. Like we're <laughs> like, you're a plumber. You're going to plumb like you're going to fix sure. pipes. Like you're you're a drug addict. You're your normal is using drugs. So, right. I mean, yeah, I like. Well, like one of the biggest things like I've ever uh is really r- releasing the um i don't know the social status of clean time because you know that can be a sure. th- that can be a thing in recovery it's like, oh, I, have, I have this so trying to like really trying to remove that and i can't remember who we talked to about that on our show there's been so fucking there's hundreds so there's so fucking many um but yeah he, he was like really getting past that like uh, social status of re- of recovery and oh, I have this much clean time right, or this right. like that and it's just like it, it it's it's more important to just have it <coughs> just be just becoming a new normal than right. anything else. But I mean we're 
we're kind of talking about like personalities here, right? Like, mm-hmm. like the the program. Nowhere in the literature does it say when you have this much clean time, you're better than this other person. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, so if somebody feels that way, right, that's their own ego. In which case, that's their program, and like, I'm just taking their inventory. Like, and there's nothing I can say to change. Yeah, what they're gonna think about it either, right? Yep. The best I can do is if someone relapses, fucking love them, dude, mm-hmm. and say, dude, I'm so glad you're back. I'm really grateful you didn't die. Like, yeah. let's hit a meeting tomorrow. Yeah. Eli, you didn't hear my wonderful, you know diatribe into the hierarchy of chair structure no, oh god we'll thing. talk about that after <laughs> let, 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 let's wrap this puppy up that's the third tradition i think so yeah, oh yeah um <laughs> all right man well we're out of questions but we would uh love to thank you for joining us today bro Woo! thank you guys Absolutely. Yeah! Uh, one quick minute uh talk to anybody out there struggling needs to hear that message of hope what do you have to say directly to them Keep coming back. Mm-hmm. I love you. I don't know who you are, but you're probably pretty fucking awesome and really attractive and really good at stuff. And, uh, <laughs> well, coming on strong there, Love buddy. to see you at a meeting. Yeah. All right. Love it. All right. Here at Podcast Recovery, we're aiming to expand the scope of support for recovering addicts. Accessibility and convenience of helpful services is paramount to combating addiction. We work to bring the message of recovery to every addict wherever and whenever it is needed. We believe that a powerful voice of recovery should be obtainable, practical, and at the touch of a button. Every addict deserves to hear a message of hope, and Podcast Recovery is here to provide it. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us once again. Uh, Go to all our social media outlets, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, like, share, subscribe. Please help us keep the mics on by joining our Patreon, uh, you know, and becoming part of the Podcast Recovery family. Uh, but most importantly, everybody out there, Eric, if you'll help me. Uh, stay safe and stay clean.